Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Three Wise Guys podcast. It's your boy, Aria. I'm here with Luke. I'm here with D, And I'm here with a very, 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 very special guest. The man behind the music, the risen, the, this, the genius that we all know as Ola. Welcome, brother. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. I feel like we need to get an applause feature. (laughs) Figure it out. Sound effects, I got you. Soundboy, yeah, soundboy, bro. <laughs> yeah, so Welcome, for bro. those of you who didn't know, the music that you just heard in the intro was produced by The Risen, who is Myself. on the podcast with us today. And the music you hear in all of our content across social media, YouTube, um, fucking like the world, like whatever content we're putting out there, this guy is putting in the soundtrack for us. So huge Dude. shout out, a big backbone to what we do, but you know. Like let's let let's let him introduce himself. Yeah, yo. So I'm the Risen, or most people call me Ola. You know what I'm saying? Glad to be here. Known these three wise guys since they were three fried guys. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, bars. Pulled it up. You know, and I'm uh, glad to be here. Hey man, welcome back, bro. Welcome, welcome. It's it's it, it definitely been waiting for you to get on here, man. It was like, oh. When we have Ola on here, then it's like, yeah, this ought to be one. This ought to be one for the books. It's like the whole squad is back. So the season glad to have the reason with us. The season just started. Yeah, it really did. Litty, litty. I was going to say, like, usually we start off with, like, how's our two weeks been? But I actually got a different question for you guys. Because, you know, the four of us in this room right now, like, we have, like, like, we've known each other since, like, first year. But I was going to ask. Now that we're all like in the same virtual room, what kind of vibe do you feel more? Do you feel like we're at like Alta Vista? Do you feel like we're at Brooks? Do you feel like we're at like Glado? Are we at Lee's? Like what's what's the vibe right now? Like mm. Mm. it's hard. This one's this one's tough because like I don't know even know if I can put myself in any of those places right now because all I see is my crib. Yeah, I feel that. <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 I'm always thinking about things like, you know, this is giving me like Brooks nostalgia. You know, I can't believe we all met at the same trap house. It's, it still amazes me. Like, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> Wait, just for the, just for my employer, if you're listening to this, when he's <laughs> referring to trap house, he's referring to it figuratively. <laughs> yeah. Six, are you, six are you, Brooks. No one in this room was trapping anything. <laughs> Uh no, yes. not at all. Nope. Not at all. What's nope. a trap? <laughs> no <Nope>. trap card. <laughs> anyway. I was I was gonna say for me, I feel like it's giving me more it's either Brooks or like Gladu vibes, because I feel like whenever we chill with Aria, like I don't think Aria reached like Alta Vista. Like he felt like he was I too did. good for that shit. Yeah, no, did, did you? I came to Alta Vista. <laughs> you did. Yeah, man. You, you had, had the wings. peace <laughs> to the roof. You know, as I, I came in, like Ola, Ola had his setup and everything oh. like that too. We cooked, dude. We made fried chicken together. Ola yeah, and I, I made you love fries, Loki. I got the yeah. photo, man. I said y'all. It's crazy. How, how <laughs> fried was I that day? I don't remember wow. this <laughs> Luke, how fried were you every day, year? bro? It was one day specifically. She was in second know, gear when Adam left too. You got like you guys had us over, and you you guys like got him like cake or pizza or something like that. Yeah, going away, I think. Yeah. 
Yeah. It was yeah. De- de- definitely. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think you owe Arya an apology. Yeah. Just spit it out. Listen, you know? I don't owe anyone anything, bro. This is my brain. Okay. Like, this is like yeah. my short term memory <laughs> fucked. <laughs> Workload, burnout. Burnout. But, but you're, I, I would say this. I don't know if, if, Hmm. I would say it reminds me of uh, the Lee Summer. You know <laughs> oh, what I mean? Yes, yeah, sir. the Lee Summer plus Aria. You know that that was that was a that was a nice time having all three of us in like a spot. Like you know, Vlad visiting. Like you know, I don't. It was Aria. Aria was like maybe you sun life. Sun life. It was the 20th. Oh, yeah, yes. That was, that was Sun Life. Era, life. That was the Sun Life era. And then we linked. Yeah, man. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Right. We, right. Uh, right. Summer. Yeah. We linked at the island. Right. Summer. And then we linked at the island. Yep. Right. Summer. Right. Summer. <laughs> so, yeah, this reminds me of the, the least 20, the least 2019 summer, I believe. Yes, sir. 2019 yeah, so. before COVID-19. <laughs> before COVID-19. But, yeah, no, nah, that's what this is. But, yeah, this is uh, glad to have all the boys back. I had to have him. Wait, did Arya say what? What he? I, yeah, like I I couldn't figure it out. But to be honest, now that I think about it, I just think because of the lights, maybe, and because it's my place, I've been getting Gladu vibes. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, I think that's okay. what it is. I think that's what it is. Like uh, I remember the first time I ever went to Arya's like Gladu place, and I think that was the only place like you stayed at, like past like uh, Res, right? Uh, yeah, that was the only place I ever rented. So like that yeah. was like that was like the 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 spot for you. But like the first time I went there was because we were surprising Yan for his birthday. I'd never yeah. seen the place before, and this man was just like, "All right, just like go hide in like that corner over there." <laughs> I'm like, "Bitch, what corner, bro? This is a living room." Could <laughs> <laughs> go hide. We jammed like twenty men into the living room, and it was a box. Yeah, there was like no space in there at all. The yeah. living room was not that big. Like, I'm pretty sure. Was Yan surprised? Was he? Yeah, was surprised. Yan was surprised. Oh. Everyone was okay. surprised. I think I, I was surprised. Like, um, I'm not going to name names, but somebody <laughs> threw up on somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Remember. So it was a party. It was, Wait, it was a nice party. Was, uh, was that me? You no. Know, no, it wasn't you. It wasn't oh, okay. I don't it was care. no one in this room. It was no one in this room. <laughs> look at Luke. Look at this. This just <laughs> lets like, you know protecting the pride who the Luke pride. is Bro. at the party in the squad. Like, we know who Luke is now. Like, you know, yeah, nothing more needs to be said. For the fact that you asked, yo, was that me? <laughs> <laughs> all right bro yeah there you go listen it's not intentional man that's why i need to double check and you know what shout no, out to you, you guys for not lying to me because i would have definitely believed it <laughs> uh, okay okay boys um let's get into like some of the topics so i know one of the topics that we have always like debated from time to time did jamal want to say hi Nah, my brother's just, he's freestyling right now. I don't know why. He's just freestyling. <laughs> Most creative person I know in my house, household. Live, <laughs> live, bro. Damn. Well, house, shout out to man, Ty- Tyrone, Sean, you know what it is. Yo, I love how Olo was like, he's just freestyling. I, you, I don't know what to call it, man. Some people call it bathing in the spirit. I call it freestyling. <laughs> I don't think many people call it bathing in the spirit, but we're going to start using that. Yeah, that's that gold. <laughs> We keep going, Luke. Sorry. Anyway, though, so you know, um, I think in in different settings between the four of us, we've had a multitude of heated discussions about like music because you know I think we all 
first of all, we all appreciate, we all love music. I think that's first off. And I think one thing that the four of us specifically share is that although we have certain preferences to genres, we're very open-minded with our music tastes. Like we listen to a lot of different things. And as a result, you know, like when you listen to so many different things, like sometimes like people have strong opinions about certain genres or certain artists. Um, so her, for example, I remember one very heated argument I was having with Ola and one of our other roommates, Josh, in uh, second year, when we were talking about top five rappers, and they were trying to they were trying to blaspheme and tell me that Future is a top five rapper of all time. By the way, of all time, that's an important <laughs> clarification. So I wanted to open up this discussion. So maybe we could like go through a general conversation and just see where it leads. Right now, who are your top five artists, and maybe why? Is anyone is anyone ready? And like is like yeah, like I'm I'm a fucking like spit it so, out right now. Are you are you gonna are you gonna name names on who thought that future was a top five artist? Oh yeah, totally. Ola and Josh. <laughs> yeah. Joshua Justin, follow <laughs> this guy on Instagram. And I'm going third, by the way, in this rotation. So yeah. I'm just putting Wait, okay, fine. There. Let's start with yeah. that. Let's start with that. Top five rappers. Top five rappers. And I think that Sorry, I was gonna say I didn't have top five rappers prepared. I just prepared artists. Okay, yeah. Do you, okay, let's go. Let's go with that first. <laughs> Man, let's like, do rappers. Let's do rappers. You told, okay, okay. You, you told us before you're like, yo, don't come to this. Like, like, uh, uh, uh. Like, I prepared. You told us to prepare. I prepared. <laughs> Okay. Hi, man. Yeah, no, just let Arya go with what he what he what he has prepared and then like I'll go rappers too. Yeah, I'm doing rappers. Luke, tell me what Okay, you, and remember, this isn't like are. this isn't like necessarily like your favorite rappers. This is like top five rappers. Oh I, that's think, that was yeah. the context of the discussion where man where man's put future as a top five. And by the way, I, I distinctly remember this. They did not put future even as number five. <laughs> Yeah. I think they put him at like number three or some <laughs> shit, bro. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yo, I'm still like, I'm. If you meet a future stand, man, you gotta respect it. Like, I can't. Like that future makes spiritual music. Mm. Like he moves people. Mm. So like once you once you're a future stand, like I can see I can see a future stand putting future in top three rappers. Bro, all and, time. Like, and I can see it. Bro, future's great. Not justifying it, but like I can see it happening. Exactly. Like Future is definitely a spiritual ass nigga, man. I fuck with it. At least his music is. I don't know about Future himself, but like you know, he's an icon Hendrix, still. He's an icon in pop, cu- future. pop culture. Future <laughs> <laughs> Arya is perplexed. No, he's, he's, okay. he's I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a go in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, is, is anyone Luke, ready Luke, to Luke. expose themselves? Like, like, Luke, let's go. I, 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 okay, I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. I got Nas, Hove, Andre, Three Stacks. Kendrick, Kanye. There you go. Mm. Beautiful. Why? So wait, are uh, these your top five like rappers right now? Top five, like in my in my opinion, these are like the top five rappers till date that I've that I think are skilled. Like in terms of their music, like their skill, like and their storytelling, their lyrics, and like I think their range as well. Like all the people mm. I picked here, I believe, have a lot of range. In terms of like Nas, like, you know. God MC to me, you know, yeah. this nigga, this nigga started, he rapped, he rapped backwards. <laughs> okay. He did that in a song. Rewind. Check it out. Storytelling is impeccable. His flow is mathematic. <laughs> All right. But yeah. And then, you know, there's Jay-Z, Jay-Z, you know, mm. yeah, Jay-Z's hove, hove is hove. Like nothing <laughs> really needs to be said. The rock. And then, and then there's Andre 3000, you know, three stocks. Like, I don't know, like. 
you listen to Andre 3000 and you're like, what is he doing? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like, and, and like, that's, that's it. That's really it. Like, you know, his, his, his latest feature got a Grammy, like the one with uh, Anderson Park. You guys go check it out and just listen to his verse and just be like, whoa, you know, just go marvel at that and then go check out, you know, the albums. I don't know how many people listen to like Quemini, you know, uh, Southern playlist, the Delica or something. I don't remember all that shit, but like, yeah, go check, go check out fucking, uh, Outcast. But yeah, so, uh, three stacks and then Kendrick, uh, creative, his flow, like, you know, storytelling. All these people have strong messages in all the music. They preach very strong messages. I think not only through their music, but through their personalities as well. I think that's what rap is, embodies. And then there's Kanye as well. I don't think anything too much needs to be said about that nigga. But yeah. Okay. I, I like that list, but I, I disagree with, like, one of those positions. Who? <laughs> I don't know who, but I, I would have to, like, I would have to put... Like, here's the thing, right? Because, okay, I'll, for example, when I like, okay, I'll give mine now and I'll say like, as context, like I didn't grow up listening to rap, right? Like I didn't, I, I did not grow up listening to rap. Like I started listening. Neither did I. I started listening to rap like in like grade like 11 or 12. So like I was like a really late boomer into the industry of rap. Like I didn't listen, like I'm not going to like BS and say like I listen like Nas and like Biggie and like Jay-Z and I know like not. Like and the people like that come in the previous generations. So, for example, like I can't put them on my top five. But for me, I think my top five is, and you know, like I'm gonna get hate for this, but number one is Drake. I, 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 I stand by this. Number two, you don't laugh at that shit. Drake is not my favorite rapper. By the way, Drake is not my favorite rapper. I, I, my, my list is this. Mine is Drake, Cole, Kanye, like. Honestly, Kanye might have to be number one. Okay, Drake is number two. Uh, mm. Travis mm. Scott and Kendrick. Now, like, future. <laughs> no, that's five. Uh, Drake, Cole, Kendrick, Travis Scott, Kendrick. Oh, Drake, Cole, Kanye, Travis Scott, Con- Kendrick. Okay, perfect. That's five. Cool. Um, now, the reason why, like, I would put someone like Travis Scott in front of future is because future was like the person that like introduced me to the genre of trap like i remember like the first time i heard wicked i was like whoa like this is like a different type of like feeling like i'm not even really listening to the lyrics spiritual i'm not gonna use that term bro you're not gonna get me to use that term But like, yeah, no, I'm joking. I'm you joking. You get what I mean, man. Like, you just listen to like you listen to like the drums. You listen to like the synths, and like it it puts you into like a certain mindset. And I feel like that's what trap is to me. Like a lot of people hate on trap because of like the lyrics and the substance, etc. But like, I think it's more of a vibe. So to me, like Travis was the person who really like revolutionized that. And I guess you guys can disagree or agree, but um, that's why I would put like Travis over Future because I think Travis continues to innovate on his craft. Where like Future is great, by the way. Like I love Future, but like I don't necessarily think he's innovated his craft that much throughout the times. Whereas with like Drake, Cole, Kanye, and Kendrick, I don't think I need to explain myself too much. Like Drake is just like a hit maker, and like bro, like we live in a world, man. Numbers show. I think Cole is like your neighborhood rapper. Like when he raps shit, like it just. It feels like your friend talking to you. You know what I mean? Like, it just feels very relatable. 
I think Kanye is like the creative genius. Like no one really knows what's going on in his head, but whenever he speaks, like everyone listens. And that's like, man, like every single one of his albums, very different, but all amazing. And like Kendrick, like, you know, Kendrick, bro, like man, man's like fucking like speaking politics through his songs, bro. It's insane. Um, and still makes bangers. So that's my top five. Um, I'm, my, my comment on, on, on your comment earlier and your top five will is or are <laughs> about, um, about Drake. <laughs> no, 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 fuck it. Like, Drizzy? I, I feel like, I, I feel like you gave a disclaimer. So like, so that's great. Like you gave a you gave a disclaimer about, you know, your knowledge. So that's great. And I'm just going to talk about like Travis over future. Ooh, I think it's just, a little bit of blasphemy. I think it's a little bit of blasphemy, but like, I, I'll let you, I'll let you get off with that. Like, I don't know if you can say future hasn't innovated. I don't know if you can say that. Like, if you look at like future, f- one thing future has that a lot of trap artists don't have is longevity. Mm-hmm. Like, if you look at the, okay. the versions of future we have and future still dropping today with like Lil Dirk or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and like, we're still going to go like the future just had a number one, like last year or with like, you know, so it's like, like that's like, so a little bit of blasphemy there, but I get it. And then on the, uh, you're not growing up on rap. Like I didn't grow up on rap either, but like, uh, I think like it's a culture. It's I, like, I recognize it as that. And like, you know, it was go study it, like go check out the history and mm-hmm. see the evolution of the sound. So like, you know, from watching all these like Netflix documentaries, Marley wall, like understanding the scratch, like just listening to all of that and then following it. And that's how you find Nas, you find like Jay-Z, you find like Lauren Hill. Like if you just like, chron- like follow, you find Wu-Tang, Missy you find Elliot. DMX, you find Missy Elliott in the mm. 99s. Like, and then you just follow and then you come to the two- 99 Eminem 2000s, mm. you find uh, 50 Cent, totally forgot about you Eminem. find, you know, yeah, you know, like you find all those guys and then you come to Jay-Z taking over 2000s and then like early 2000s, Kanye coming out, 50 Cent owning early 2000s and then Kanye and then the Drake era, the J. Cole era, Kendrick, you know, you just follow it. But so Jay-Z also had about just too, yeah. Oh yeah, G- I, I didn't say Jay-Z in between there. Jay-Z was like from like, Jay-Z had that whole like 97, 98, 99 and then he came back 2001 mm-hmm. again. And then early Blue 2010s too. Yeah, you know, you know what I think is kind of blasphemous though, like based off Go. of your definition, right? Where right. you guys mentioned future and you mentioned um Travis. But if we're talking about impact on the industry and trap, why like where is the Migos on your list then? Ooh. <laughs> I definitely but no, I, mean, I just no, I just future is ahead of the Migos. I, I disagree with that yeah. fundamentally. Yeah, I, I would, I would I definitely okay, think Drake Travis made all this shit big. Travis and the Migos could probably rack it up, but Future is bigger than both of them. Yeah, <laughs> all right. Well, is not future, Travis is pretty now. Bigger. Travis is pretty big, but like future, innovation. even with innovation, with like sound. there would be no Migos without Future, bro. Mm-hmm. Facts. I I agree with that. I, I, I think so at I, least that's an opinion but but i get what you mean i get what you mean i don't know if the but Migos there wouldn't be a future without gucci though. main either 
Yeah, that's true. But like, like let's 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 not turn this but into see, like a rap yeah. culture. <laughs> lesson, like, know. yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. I'm sorry, yeah, like, and I was the one that started it. I'm like, the one that started it. I'm on sorry. This route, you're gonna start talking about Drake and Soldier Boy. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I was gonna say. Like, 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 okay, like, was Migos is not in anybody's top five, so let's let's cut that out. Because it's not one specific rapper. <laughs> you know what I mean? You maybe maybe in somebody's. I'm sorry, Migos. I didn't mean that. They're like, more, you're they're probably more of in a band, top five. But, but yeah. yeah. No, and, and again, but we're talking about like, top go. five in yeah. our opinion, right? Like we're not talking about mm-hmm. like our favorite ones. Like for example, like if it was our favorite, I think like it would be different. Like for Migos sure. might be ahead of like Future for that for me. Um, <laughs> but like we're talking about like I was still listening to Hendrix yesterday. Incredible. Hendrix. Okay, I, I won't lie. Hendrix. Hendrix? Hendrix slapped like that that's was a crazy classic that's a bro crazy like album. when you can identify a classic and yeah. and that's just one dirty sprite too <sighs> let's just <laughs> not start intro, this okay intro to ds2 is different you can't but you so, can't lie and say future hasn't had like flops in the in the in the perspective of his career like of course he's had flops but that's like but that's what's that's let's let's just leave this future alone Arya, you go you know what i mean <laughs> yeah yeah, I, I feel no, you. Are you go and then Ola I, goes. I, I prepared for this a little bit differently, <clears throat> so I'm gonna give you like my top five rappers. Like, on keep in mind, Arya is the producer of our podcast, guys. I, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you my like top five on the spot. And again, I like, I know you guys want like this like objective list or whatever, but I just can't do that. So I'm gonna give you whatever. Like, my favorites end up becoming my top five. That's Same. the way I like. I, I that's kinda, like, lame, bro. Guys. Man, you know what? <laughs> it, 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 I, this is again. That's this is similar to your disclaimer. All right, it's similar to your disclaimer. Like, um, <laughs> but you know, I'm gonna start with like my five favorite artists right now, like who I've been listening to and like who I think are just like creating like really really fresh sounds. Is that is that appropriate for the conversation? You want me to go with the rappers instead? Well, I mean, we're talking about rappers, but you know, okay, fine. Just make your own rule. Just make your own rule, Arya. This dude literally I, I was just like, all right, all right, guys. This is, Arya was like, all right, guys. What you guys did was nice. Okay, yeah. you guys had your little arguments. You know, all right, let's <laughs> all right, let's, let's talk about what's going on now. Some like applicable shit, you know? Okay, you all right, know, go for uh, it, bro. I'll start. I'll start. I'll start with the rappers, and then we can get into that stuff later in the conversation. No, no, no. no. I, I, like I was like I'm teasing. Like, I feel like yeah, that's a nice yeah. Go for it. Go for it. Um, all right. So if I'm like looking at in no particular order in my top five rappers, right? Definitely in there. I have Nas. I agree with with D there, hundred uh, percent. Like in my top five rappers, I grew up. So I grew up listening to rap, and I grew up listening more specifically like old school rap. So I was listening to Nas. I was listening to a lot of Talib Kweli. Um, Talib Kweli's in my top five. Believe it or not. <laughs> like, no, no, I, I believe that. That's like a hot take or not, because I know a lot of people a, either don't like him or they don't listen to him. That's but Talib Kweli and like even like if I'm just looking at Talib Kweli like as a package deal, I'm also throwing most stuff in there too. Yeah, I was I was gonna say like I was in your car last week and you had a super dope Talib and you know Black Star playlist, so I believe that. And like they just Aria Aria has nice nice playlists on them too. So they, grew and they, premiered. They know how to get that. Um, if I'm also looking at the, the rest of my top five, um, definitely Drake has to go in there. Like, Luke, I'm on the same wave as you with that. Like, to be honest, like, I'm from Toronto. Like, this is music. Like, I went to see Drake live in concert before he was even big. In, when I was in the seventh grade, he did a, he opened for Usher. He opened for Usher, Usher at the baby. ACC. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, I think Trey Songs was another opener. So it was Trey Songs, Drake, and and Usher. 
at the uh, at the. I love this Toronto origin story. It was wow. it was seventh grade. I went with Adam. I remember my mom took us. We were in like the like the far back, the cheapest tickets you could possibly get. <laughs> we were Hard to start somewhere. Back, and I remember there was some dudes in front of us smoking pot, and like I was I was young. Like I kind of bro, you pot. know this was young Aria. This man just said pot. Bro. Pot. <laughs> like, oh, just, never heard him say pot before. Yeah, I've never heard that before. Like, bro, no, it was, it was, the reason why I remember that as pot is because like my mom was smelling it, and then I was smelling it. I looked at Adam and my. I was like, someone's smoking pot. Wait, she was at the concert with you guys? Oh, she they, came to yeah, a concert sense, with us. Yeah. We were in the seventh grade. Yeah, she came to a concert. Arya's mom is so cool. Just sat in the back. She didn't. She didn't really like the music. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> she was there. She was there. It was fun. It was fun. Um, but yeah, that was. Uh, that, to be honest, the the best part about that was we didn't know Drake was going to open. Like it was a surprise. Mm-hmm. It was a surprise. Anyways, like Drake always has my respect, you know, just for what he's done for the city and like what he's done for the art and everything like that. So um, I got him up there. And then um, <clears throat> Kanye West cannot go without mention in my top five. Mm. I, listen, I don't like I get it. You know, like there's a popular opinion of him going around right now and it's been going around for a while. But man, give this guy his rings, bro. Like what the hell, man? Like none of what we know today in terms of just pop culture, hip-hop, pop, you know, none of that at all. Like Drake. (laughs) Yeah, he's had his hand in absolutely everything. And Drake. Like this dude, like like Luke said, like all credit to him, right? Like creative genius or whatever. I know he's going through some shit, um, but we we all do, right? And it's just like, it's kind of sad, you know, seeing people not, you know, give him his flowers, give him his credit and and whatnot. So um, that's what I got there. Uh, I think I said five, although it's because I package most stuff and uh, and Talib into into Black Star as well. You know, I'm gonna just put Black Star in there. Yeah, just put Black Star. I think yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the final spot because I'm doing it on the spot is kind of tough for me, but I think I really want to give it because this guy was integral in me like learning about hip hop and shit. But um, Joey Badass. Mm. Joey Bad Badass. Has been with me through some like really tough times, and Bad I like like I, I don't think I can take him out of my top five list. Solid I, I pick, solid Cardi, pick. That was that definitely really. Like, yeah, yeah. He opened for Jazz Cardia one time. No, Jazz Cardia opened. I was about to be like, nigga, what? <laughs> Jazz Cardia opened up for him. Okay, and then, okay. Um, this and then another time I saw him at a festival. So he's, nice. uh, he's a great, great live performer. So like the way I rate my artists too is like how they perform live as well. I haven't seen like most Def Talib Kali or. Kanye live, but I've seen Drake live. I've seen uh, Joey live. Um, they're phenomenal performers. So they put mm. on a show. That's pretty much my mm. top five, like of my favorite rappers. Um, I want to get into my top five now list, but I feel like that's a conversation after all answers. Yeah, man. No, all right, bro. Like those are gems, just pure gems, man. Like honestly, like I can't even like challenge anything you said there, just because I vibed with it. Um, my top five, my top five rappers. Well, first, you know, Yeezy, just like the way he inspires me as just like a producer, you know, a rapper and like a futurist. You know what I mean? Like he did not a lot of people thought this guy could get himself out of debt. Now he's one of the richest rappers. You know what I mean? And, uh, it's, it's hard. It's hard to really say that I'd have anyone above Yeezy. Just because, like, I just relate to him, like, on a personal level. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes I, f- I feel like I am Kanye. 
But like, I, I try to tell myself <laughs> I'm better. You know what I mean? Fuck yeah. Anyways, yeah. Oh yeah, I like that. Anyways, my number two spot, my number two rapper. I'm sure at the time when like me and Luke were having this conversation with Josh, um, it definitely would have been a little different. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think my number two rapper right now is definitely going to be Freddie Gibbs. Oh, um, really rock, really rocking with Freddie Gibbs, man. Honestly, I definitely think like the direction he's like going and rap is like very nonstop. Um, and he's like, he just got the best delivery, like rap voice, energy on tracks. Plus like the instrumentals and beats he's doing aren't too like old school. Like he'll do some old school boom bap, but like he'll always make sure that the 808s are knocking. Um, I definitely think he got robbed for the Grammy. Like, don't get me wrong. Nas's album King's Disease was amazing. But, like, in terms of, like, energy and, like, conciseness, I thought Alfredo was just, like, a perfect, like, just a perfect album for, like, such a weird year, 2020. So, um, definitely going to put Freddie Gibbs as my number two. Number three is going to be Future. Um, I know this is going to, like, shake some heads, but, like, honestly, man, like, I remember, um, I think it was, like, the VMAs or something. It was, like, in 2016. And he was, and he was performing, like, like commas and like i remember my cousin was watching it and i just started going crazy you know what i mean it was just like seeing someone like future at the vmas was like uh all that energy i'm just like bro they gave this guy a platform and then i remember mm-hmm. like i think 2018 he dropped hendrix in the gold album and like i just i, I just felt like future couldn't he couldn't stop future. he couldn't stop he couldn't. so like that that was a beautiful year. Beautiful year, man. Like that was like my yeah. second year, third year album. Like like heavy rotation all the time. Like even at my first co-op job, like I was just listening to that. Um, my number four spot. Okay, this one it gets difficult because like you guys have just said so much shit that it's just like it's hard to like. I don't even want to get into the technicality because I don't get me wrong. I got big love for people like Nas, Jay Z, the, the early pioneers, but. I think my number four spot is probably going to go to someone like Isaiah Rashad. Um, oh. Mainly because, like, this is, one, like, if the guy just dropped albums consistently, he'd definitely be, like, a top-tier, like, like <clears throat> top-tier rapper in, like, everyone's playlist. I think every mm-hmm. person who's, like, you know, yes. knows how to find a chill vibe um, will always have someone like Rashad in their, their playlist whenever they're linking with the homies. If you're with a girl, like Rashad always comes in clutch. Um, so that's why he's going to have my number four spot. Um, and then number five, that's tough. Um, I think number five might actually just be, mm, Oh, uh, I don't know. I don't know for number the risen, five. The risen yeah, I want to say. I want to say. No, I want to say. I'm number five right now. But you know, I haven't released enough music. I'll get there. Um, so I'll say number five is probably a tie between um Kendrick, uh, and Jay Z. Kendrick and Jay Z right now are just uh like the way the way they deliver on like bars and like they can like talk touch on like political issues without getting corny is just something like i aspire to have in my music like don't get me wrong like kanye is always number one with the wordplay and the crazy tweets but like the way like jay-z and kendrick can just do it with so like so much (laughs) swagger and composure like that's why they're definitely gonna be um my top five so yeah those are my top five rappers i know five and six was five was like a tie between two but yeah, that's me, guys. I feel like Ola's list is like a true backpacker list. Like, you know, like Ola is like an actual music nerd. Like, in terms of like going from Freddie to Rashad and then, you know, starting with Yeezy, you know, that's like, the, I like it. I like it though. Bro, so but it's a solid but list. Like, I fuck with Freddie. Tell me why Rashad keeps playing games with us, bro. It's been five <laughs> years. Like, give us something, man. <laughs> like, give us something, yo. 
I think he was going to drop last year, but like yeah. things just went in a different direction. Um, I know Kendrick yeah. already had the album ready. Like he was already booking tour dates and like, usually like, I think with the TDE, they have like a whole rollout, like planned out. Um, I think that's something like they're like top. Cause yeah, SZA is going to drop soon. So. Exactly. So I think it's going to be a crazy rollout. So I think it's going to be, we're going to get a Kendrick album, a nice SZA album, hopefully a Rashad album. And like, there's a black hippie album. That's always like, you know, in the, we're in the waiting. We're world. waiting. Like I was gonna say, Black Hippie was where I first heard Isaiah Rashad. I was like, who? Mm. Who is? Who is this? Huh? Yes, sir. <laughs> bro. Silky yeah. and Devil, go run that tonight, bro. Man. I, Isaiah Rashad has like, uh, like when we get into like our favorite artists, like I do, I, I pick like an artist over Isaiah Rashad, but he's he does similar things in the sense of like, like for example, songs like Meal Ticket or like For the Squad. It's just like. <laughs> A song you just like put on and it just feels right in almost any setting. Like if you're feeling like a down or if you're feeling like really, really up, like that song still fits, bro. And it's just like, man, I don't know. Like, I don't even really know how to describe the vibe he gives, but it's very like, I think the one thing I get from Isaiah Rashad is like a lot of authenticity. Like mm-hmm. the things he's speaking on, like they're not always like incredibly complex, but they're always like from the heart. Relatable. Kind of thing. Yeah, Exactly. Honest. Man, I feel super <laughs> remiss because I didn't even mention J. Cole or Kendrick in my list. But like <laughs> you're sitter. Yo, J. Cole is a top tier list. J. Cole's always gonna be at least 10. top ten, I can't lie. Like when you get For the top me, top, I don't even know. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you said when you're the Yeah, no, I put J. Cole easily in like my top ten, but like yeah, yeah top five is hard because it's always changing, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is. Oh, and yeah. I was gonna say Cole is definitely in my top ten. If we're talking storytellers and rap, Cole is top three for me. Mm-hmm. Okay, again, everything. Yeah, like, even with as a rapper, like, I just use too. He produced bro, beats. Like, even even based produce. on your list, bro. Nas and Jay Z have mm-hmm. to be like two spots of the three on there, right? So yeah, yeah. I was gonna say Nas is number one. Yeah, yeah. And Cole would be the third spot in terms of storytelling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the best. Mm-hmm. Like for me, I just feel like the pictures that Cole will paint for you. Like, at least, like, listening to his music are so vivid. I don't know. Like, same thing. Like, Nas has that same effect. Like, he makes me feel like, you know, like, you know, like, you can hear the trains in Queens. And, like, you can hear, like, niggas. Like, you know, like, in his music, he has niggas in the background and exactly. shit. Like, you know what I mean? It's like real energy, like they, bro. Pure they, energy. They paint. Like, same Cole, too, has the same thing. Like, I remember when uh, the, the, the story about, like, uh, the neighbors thinking he sold dope. Yeah, like, I don't even remember the neighbors? song, but I remember the story. Neighbors, neighbors. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm like, whoa, like you know, just listening to. It, I was like, whoa, that's that. That's really how that probably happens. But what yeah, do you think of KOD though? As like, like it was. I, I would KOD say, was more of a concept album. I, I don't think, think so too. He, yeah, it was. I, I liked it. I really liked it. Like you know, it took me a while to get on it. Like I feel like he was flexing a lot, which is you know. That's like, a man, like, feel, like, in terms of flexing, like he was doing a lot of rapidity rap. Like, um, like, like if, can, if like, man's on a die on the hill you know? of Cole, like all I'm going to say is, man, like I, I like, like every single one of Cole's albums, but like, I'll be the first to say I have some hot takes about like him as like one of his, like, like I, I consider myself as like a pretty dedicated fan of J Cole. He's like, I would say probably my favorite rapper, like ahead of Drake, ahead of anyone else. Um, I, for example, think for your eyes only is his, okay this is hard but like i'll say it's his third best album mm. i think his after which ones i yeah, wait, well talk to you you got you gotta you gotta now do a list now here's the hot yeah. take now, now we're now we're doing a top five list for j cole albums 
No, yeah. oh, I'll well, yeah. I'll well, no, let's do a three. I'll, let's I'll do three. Let's do three. For let's me, make it short. We don't need to. And do, again, yeah, I'll, 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 like I think this is like just like I, I can only speak for myself, right? But for me, it goes born sinner, then Forest Hill Drive, then for your eyes only. And yes, I put for your eyes only above Cole's World. I put it above. Um, what's the what's the project he dropped before? Shit, slipping my mind right now. But yeah, like I, I think, yeah, I think "For Your Eyes Only" is a third place album for sure. Friday Night Lights, yeah, Friday Night Lights. Like, yeah. It was know. Friday Night Lights. It was the come up. It was the climb up. Yeah, um, and, then, yeah. and then yeah, uh, Cold World. I think Sideline yeah. wasn't it? Sideline. Was cool. Well, Cold World, Sideline. Yeah, Cold World, Sideline Story is the same oh, album. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But I would say, I would say my top three. Yeah, I'm the generic guy. Forest mm-hmm. Hill. Then Born Sinner. Mm, no features. Then For Your Eyes Only. Yeah. I love For Your Eyes. For Your Eyes Only. It's more, more. I feel like it was. It happened at a big. At an important time in my life. Bro. Like. Oh look here. Really. Like I remember so studying for like electronics. And like circuit theory too. <laughs> and just listening to like. For Your Eyes Only on repeat. And just being like. You know just. Like, yeah, like, it, it was, but yeah, that was a special album Dude, to me. And I know a lot of people don't I, like I it, remember yeah. the moment For Your Eyes Only dropped. Like, actually, three of us oh. were in the same place. Like, <laughs> me Brooks. and Ola, no, we're, we you? were at we were at the study room next to the mess hall Where were in we New actually? Ottawa. And then, like, Aria texts us, and he's like, yo, mm. did you know Cole dropped? And we're like, all right, fuck the study show. Let's go. <laughs> I was doing laundry. I was doing laundry and I left it. <laughs> like, cold listening party. Let's go. Yeah, bro. I, I can't lie. I didn't like the album off the first listen. But like over time, it really, like really grew on me. And I think like a lot of the yeah. songs are very underrated. Um, very. Like they're just so like, yeah. And I was going to say Born Sinner. That's my go-to album. Like, I don't like, uh, I, I only have like a few songs and albums downloaded, like off when I'm offline and shit. Cause sometimes I'll be going off. <laughs> but yeah, uh, fucking Born Sinner is like my go-to album. Like, like when I'm on a car ride or something, like I just start, I don't know, she knows, you know, bro. like just start, starting with like Villuminati, <laughs> you know, just, just that the energy. Come on. Amazing. Sometimes I rap, sometimes I rap like a whole. Oh, bro. But yeah. And, and he, he had a fell ass sample. That was a fell ass sample too. That was a crazy. Yeah, part. he had. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, yeah, it was yeah, amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think my yeah, top. No, get off Cole's dick. Sorry, but yeah, go. <laughs> yeah, no, my top. Get, three... off, get off the dick, but like do another top three. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm sorry. sorry. Yeah, I, I gotta say three. my top three now that everyone's doing. It, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah no, everybody got to do it. I'm sorry. Four Hills Drive mainly because like I used to listen to Love Yours before every single exam just to remind myself that like no matter how this shit goes you know what i'm saying like life is always just gonna be like it's always gonna be your own you know what i'm saying mm. um my second mm. album definitely gonna be born center and third album yeah um i'm gonna say like sideline story to be honest with you but like mm. it's good i I, w- I wouldn't say that that for your eyes only is like worse it'd be, it'd be very close to it but i just think as like his first his debut to the game i definitely think that shit was like an amazing project and i also listened mm. to it pretty recently too mm. so, yeah, yeah. sideline story so is fresh. like i think is the is the better answer to give over for your eye like i think that's like a hot take to be honest like if you're putting for your eyes yeah. only as a top three like that's that's a pretty hot big hot take 
Yeah. The satellite story was huge too. I remember being a kid in Nigeria, like watching 106 in Park and like seeing like, you know, like uh, the J. Cole video. I don't even remember. Mm, Workout, like, you know, bro. Like, Workout, yeah, workout, like crazy. you know, everybody like, used to go crazy to that. Man. Yeah, man, like yeah. So yeah, shout out sideline story. It's honorable mention for me. <laughs> yeah, I think my top three is kind of like a little. It's like a, it's like a rearrangement of all those. Um, mm-hmm. Because sideline story is. So did you guys all do yours from three to one or one to three? One to three. I did one to three. One to three. One to three. Okay, I'm doing three to one. So okay. I would put sideline story as like the third. Um, just, it was like, it was middle school when it dropped, man. Like everything was like, the world was surreal. Like what is happening? And then Cole drops this project and like Mr. Nice Watch comes on with Jay-Z on it. Mm. And then lights please happened. Can't get oh, enough. oh, shoot. I forgot. In, in the morning. morning with Drake. He had Missy Elliott on it too. Like this guy was Can't get enough everything, was, right? Was, was, and was I was like, wow, like this is like unbelievable. I, I don't even understand how to like completely consume this. Um, and then at number two, I would definitely put, um, Forest Hills Drive. I would put that in number two. Um, Why? I think just in terms of like his storytelling, like that was, I think that was his most honest album. No features. No features. I think think objectively you have to say that's his best album. Like, okay, so Mm -hmm. no. Objectively, I think. think. Objectively? But like, you're saying objectively from like your point of view? I think (laughs) had no features. My point of view is the only point of view that matters, baby. (laughs) Listen, I think it was his most honest album. Like it was his most honest because yeah, you're right. Like like Ola, you're right. Like it was no features. You know, it was like no one else had any jurisdiction in this project. It was just him. It was his deepest, like deepest everything. Um, number one though, I gotta put Born Sinner. I mm. think he snapped and he he hit a different gear that no one else had ever seen before. Exactly, Born Sinner. And I had I don't think I'd seen a project like Born Sinner like in a long time and that one stood out to me the most even to this day like i listen to it regularly mm-hmm. and that dropped what 2013 yeah yeah because silent story was 2011 we were like 13 years old yeah middle exactly. school yeah. high school and then man yeah no there's like j cole like has my heart in more ways than one <laughs> i think and the I best part too. is he dropped the same day as kanye west you know what i mean like yeah, he dropped yeah, the same day as Jesus. Balls. <laughs> yeah, I remember that was born soon. I remember, I remember where I was when when that dropped too. I was in like, I think I was in year eleven, year ten. No, I was in year ten. That was what 2012, 2013? 2013. We're talking about yeah. well, mm-hmm. yeah, born soon. Born soon. It was two. Yeah, that was twenty. Yeah, I was trying to remember where I was. Yeah, I was year ten. You know, it came out Jesus. Yeah. I remember, imagine like I when you said Jesus, that was how I was able to track the date. I forgot born so Exactly. Somebody, yeah. And the thing was Kanye leaked Jesus just so like people could hear his album first. You know what I mean? Or I can't say Kanye like Jesus leaked right before and everyone went crazy. And then J. Cole dropped and like I feel like the hype wasn't all there because people were like looking at Kanye and like at Madison all. Square Garden. Like with his whole face, saying like, yeah, "I gotta pick face, my yeah. own cotton, bro," or some yeah, shit like that. Yeah, and um, yeah. but it was great because it was like we like that was the only album I think we we're ever gonna get like J Cole and Kendrick on like you know what I'm saying the same track. You know what I mean? Like those guys don't do tracks anymore. It's kind of what was that? What was that project they did? Um, 
Fuck! It was uh, they did a project where they 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 did a remix of each other's song, like oh yeah, right. And uh, fuck Kendrick, what did he do? He did uh, Fire Squad or or Tale Two Cities. It was Tale Two Cities. Tale Tale Two Cities. Yeah, Yeah. I forget what it was called, but they each did like a like a fresh version. Yeah, my bitch. Yeah, that was that was that was a dope track. Fuck man, I wish they ended up doing that album together. Because, exactly, that was all just for a teaser for the album. And the worst part is we know it's done. Like I remember there's footage. You can see them both in front of a record store playing like a snippet of like their collab tape. But like as a result, you know, you know like the way things are changing right now, we might not get that shit for a while. Okay, Black Friday. That's what it's called. Yeah, I, I I do want to say this though because boys, I don't want us to like talk about music this whole time. So before <laughs> we transition to other topics let's do this i want to give each of us an opportunity to shout out like five artists that we're either fucking with now just in general in the past that we just want to shout out um i don't know who wants to go first but d you were shaking your head you don't you don't like that oh no i was admiring my hair move actually uh, (laughs) (laughs) i'll go first uh uh, I'm going to mention three Nigerians on this list, by the way, because I'm Nigerian and I have to. So go listen to Burner Boy making great music right now. Fucking Grammy, award, Grammy award winning fucking Burner Boy. So, yeah, uh, I believe everybody knows fucking Wizkid. You know, go check out Wizkid. And I will say there is a new artist. I think she's actually Ghanaian, not Nigerian, but like her name is Amare. She's making awesome music. I think she dropped an album. Uh, I think Sad Girls Love Money. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not sure, but I'm already. Go check out her new album. I don't remember it. I know all the songs, though. <laughs> but yeah, shout out her. Uh, who else am I listening to right now? I'm listening to Freddie. Mm. Uh, he dropped a new, like, 57 or, like, I don't even remember how many song album. He dropped the, uh, uh, the Nas, Nas is the man, like, you know, fucking tape I, I got luke and aria playing that back to back the whole week they were with me but yeah uh so yeah listening to freddie and i was gonna say i've been listening to Nas, <laughs> like i've been listening to king's disease non-stop too right now but yeah gotta and i've been listening to godson as well when all the way to 2002 wow mm-hmm. yeah the, the Nas the Nas album yeah so we listen to godson too but yeah so those two albums been my heavy but yeah so there we go uh uh-huh. Burner Boy, uh, Wizkid, Amare, uh, I don't remember the last two now. <laughs> yeah, you guys, you guys heard them. You remember them. Well, yeah, <laughs> you can play it back. Go play it back. No one here. Like, D took one too many bowls. We don't know where we are. <laughs> so, way. I don't know what Arya is saying. So, um, bowls of food. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you my top five right now. I'll give you my top five, <laughs> or like the the ones that I'm listening to the most, or my my favorite right now. This is just a collection of artists I want to shout out. Um, first of all, Ola, I'm very glad that you mentioned Freddie Gibbs on your on your top five as well, because like he was gonna end up in my top five right now, anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, but like that. Like Big Boss Rabbit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was a bullshit! And he's Bro. like consistent with it. You know, he's been doing a lot of new shit recently. So, you know, honestly, like huge shout out to him. Um, I've been on a wave the past several months, and I'm, I'm, I maybe I'll die in this hill. We'll see. But Ray Khalil has my heart. 
<laughs> in terms of just being like a top five artist for me right now. Um, for those of you who don't know who she is, she she did the competition on um, what is it called? Uh, Rhythm and Flow Rhythm Netflix. And Flow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I wanted her to win. She didn't win, but you know that's that's neither here nor there. Um, but she's definitely fallen into my like top five right now. If you haven't listened to her, go listen to her. Um, you can check out tracks like Girlfriend. You can check out tracks. Maria was the one that got me into everything. I think. Um, and then she just released the, her most recent one was Way Down, which is like just some like groovy funky wavy just a mix of all this like beautiful stuff in 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 one song um so definitely go check out ray khalil if you haven't already um see here's the thing i had anderson pack in my top five and i like i always have and i think he's in my top artist of all time as well um just because like i i relate to him i fuck with him heavy like he's just fresh he's unique dynamic everything like that um it's just you know he dropped the song with uh with bruno mars bruno. he doesn't have too many other like recent recent projects like anything crazy new so um for that he has my respect but like i don't know if i can necessarily put in my top five right now um but you know who i do have in my top five right now i got amine in my top five mm. Mm. Man, mm. I don't a lot of ums. Amine is drinking, <laughs> but I want some of it. Spazzing. He's, he's just like I spazzing. He he comes up with a different flow every time. He's every yeah. he's done is some fresh. Like I was mm-hmm. to be honest, like might be a hot take or not, but I was the advocate for Limbo being an album of the year. Yeah, I remember I this. No, you campaigned. He, he got campaigned a Grammy today as well. He got a Grammy. He campaigned. Though. I didn't pay Amine? Yeah, he did. did. He got a Grammy, I think, for his uh, song called Pressure in My Palms. Oh, that was oh. such a good track. Yeah, off yeah. the Pressure. Oh. Yeah. It was actually crazy. Yeah. Oh, man. Like, I definitely, Amine just is like, he, not my top 10, but probably top 15, top 20. Like, mm-hmm. honorable mention. I love what he does. I love, I love, I just, I love the playfulness. Like, you know, the way he relates, like, you know, the wordplay. He's one of those people that, like, you know, I remember Red Mercedes, like, and mm. Arya telling me the story about that. And, like, you know, just, yeah, and no, I, I really like what he does. Like, and he's one of those new age flow guys. Like, you know, what he does is kind of mathematic as well. It is. Um, and then the rest of my top five, I think I got two more spots here. Uh, you only went through three? Did I? Yeah. I in, like, in, like, the past, like, 15 minutes? <laughs> You're asking us for shout-outs, man. I'm not trying to give, like, a half-assed list or something like that. You know? You got time. You got time. Um, <laughs> I'm teasing, bro. I, I got I to gotta put, put Jid in my top five right now. Um, because, yeah, for all mm, we didn't mention him. Yeah, that's a mm for me. <laughs> yeah. We didn't mention him at all so far. But um, mm. he, Skiji, I think, was his recent release. And that was that was a hard-hitting track. I don't know. Did any of you guys listen to Skiji yet? Yeah, I think Skigi. I heard it. Skigi, I heard it. bro. It's after, like, Tuskegee. Is, isn't it Tuskegee? I thought, like, yeah, it's just called Tuskegee. When he, when, he, when he was saying it in the Tuskegee. intro of the song, oh. though, like the recording, the guy said, Tuskegee. like, Tuskegee. Or maybe he said Tuskegee. Yeah. I don't know. I, I ain't hear it. Probably. I'm not from the South, so I don't know. Yeah, um, I see facts. <laughs> But yeah, no, JD Jid, I don't know. He's he's on some next shit too. To be I honest. love what he does. Yeah, I like, love what he does I, too. I don't know what J. Cole's feeding him, but it's something nice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then fuck, I have one in mind for my last one, but I can't remember. Oh yeah. This uh this is a Spanish dude. C Tangana. 
I, oh. I, I, I've tried to put you guys on him a few times as well, uh, but he's been dropping a lot of tracks recently, and he he's he's on a wave as well. Um, really like melodic shit. Like he does some trap, and then he does some just like traditional Spanish stuff as well. Like he mixes that all in there, um, and yeah, it sounds pretty fucking dope. So that's what I've been listening to. Perfect. Yeah, that's that's a sick list. Myself, I definitely think. Wait, I just, I just wanted to say to you, no one, we don't have to do like top fives. It's just like like general shout outs. So like, don't feel pressured to say top five, but like, just general shout outs. Yeah, general shout outs. Um, I think I'm not gonna say too many big names, at least big names yet. Um, first person I'm probably gonna shout out is Black Chains. You know, if you even listening to this, I don't even know if you listen to this. Like, probably the, the first dude I met when I went to U Ottawa. Man's putting in work right now. I'm saying I respect it, I rate it, so I'm gonna shout him out. Number one, uh, number two is definitely gonna be like Young Heat and uh, for the world. Um, those guys are like pretty amazing local Ottawa artists, they're definitely killing it right now. Um, a third shout out I'm gonna give is Kodo, this local rapper from London. Went to high school with them. This kid is hella young, hella talented. Um, I'm, I'm gonna say he's the future right now. Check out Loops, it's on Spotify right now. Um, number four. Uh, I'm probably going to go in a different direction, probably like more so EDM. I've been listening to this guy called Quiet Bison. Bro, y'all got to check out this dude, bro. He's like, he he definitely makes like, if you've you've ever heard of Flume, he makes very similar sounds to like what Flume's putting out. Um, So I definitely think- Been to a Flume concert. It was awesome. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I think he was at, he was at Blues Fest, right? Yeah, he was perfect. Yeah, um, and number five, someone who's big is Smino. Like I just love Smino. I can always just relax. I knew his name was gonna and, come up. <laughs> Netflix and Duce. Yeah, if we're talking about Smino, in the same breath as Smino, I do want to bring up Sir as well as an honorable man. Ooh, you can't save yeah. me. Shout out, you Sir, man. Yeah, man. Like that. Yeah, honorable mention, hundred percent. Yes, sir. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Okay. All right. And I'm going to switch it up. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, I'll, I'll handle this part. I was, I was, we're going to ask, oh, well, I was going to ask all of something. Like, I, I was going to say, you're the, you're the first tech, like, tech guy, actual IT, oh. like, proper, <laughs> actual, not, not actually I'm a tech guy. Wait, He's I'm, a trying, I'm trying to get my shout outs too, bro. Yeah, Luke, Luke didn't Hello? give a shout Okay. Us. This is our yeah, Luke Luke give a shout bro. Hello? We, we ain't transitioned, but we're going to transition next. I love you, D. I love you, D. We're going to go there, bro. I'm excited for that. Oh, next man. Direction. All right. All right. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I didn't give, I didn't give shout Oh, man. All right. Fuck. Did you, did go you for give it. your shout outs? Go, go for your shout outs. Yeah. No. I think I did. Nigerian, oh yeah, Nigerian, Nigerian. Yeah, yeah, I'm not bad. I was, I'm Sorry, bad. I just right. want to give my shout out because um, all mans in this chat are all heavy on like R&B and rap and stuff like that. But you know, I, I grew EDM. up EDM, whatever. Yeah, like, <laughs> but I grew up in the pop era, and I do want to give a shout out to my roots, man. First of all, I grew up on Maroon Five, and I actually un apologetically love Maroon 5 and if you guys don't like if you guys think I'm a fool go and listen to their old stuff go and listen to about songs about Jane go and listen to Overexpose both of those albums you're gonna change your mind man like Sunday morning um this love like all these songs bro like man still fire to this date I will also give a shout out to Ed Sheeran because this guy is the sole reason why I even care about music. He's a person who inspired me to learn the guitar, learn all the instruments that I know to the state. And I unapologetically love Ed Sheeran, man. Like I think his old stuff, like the Plus album, the X album, 
Um, I think he has like like his early, early stuff, like loose change. I really like that. And also, I think it's blasphemous. You guys haven't mentioned this guy, but Mick Jenkins. Mm. Mick Jenkins, bro. Like, come on, guys. We can't be sleeping. We can't be sleeping, bro. Um, we can't. Love Mick Jenkins. That was the person I was going to mention over Isaiah Rashad just because I do listen to more Mick Jenkins than Isaiah Rashad, but I feel like they kind of have a similar vibe. And, yeah. bef- and for my final two, just really, really quickly, Masego and Steve Lacey. I think they kind of have mm. both of those very chill type of vibes but like Masego like recently has just been really growing on me man like his new stuff like listening to some of his old stuff as well just like as he says bro they play my song for the ladies man that's the type of artist I'm supposed to be <laughs> well actually I'm glad you Facts. mentioned the, the Mick Jenkins thing because he did a he did a new track with Marquise Precise called oh. Sleep I just want to shout that track out real quick because I, I have Pete, to I have Pete MJ bro I haven't listened to him in a minute Man, no, like, this, to, this, is, this is a nice track. It's pretty, you know, it's a pretty dark one, but, you know. He, he, I mean, Ola, you put me on to Mick Jenkins, too, so. <laughs> bro, I put it, you yeah. on to a lot of different direction stuff. I, th- I think I put on everyone in this chat into, like, something that they probably hadn't heard before. Facts. No, that's, that's big facts. Actually, you put the, me on to a lot of music. The artist you put me on that I think, like, impacted my life the most was Daniel Caesar. Mm. Bro, we went to that concert though. Oh I yeah, think that bro. was like the most insane thing. We actually saw him live. Legendary, oh, bro. Legendary man. That was Daniel before. Your live is a is a euphoric experience. Exactly. You saw him like, in Toronto, Arya. That was like I saw, I, heard, I saw him when he sold out the Danforth. You remember five nights? Three in times. Oh, five nights. It was five. Five. Like, it, was it was five nights at the yeah. Danforth. Historic. Yeah. Historic. That was crazy. That was mad. And what was her face? Um, Alessia Cara was yeah. a feature on it. And Snow Allegra. Holy fuck! Like Snow, Snow Allegra, Allegra, bro. Yeah, we saw her. Yeah, yeah, she was. She was in the Ottawa one. Yeah, she was cool. But, like she blew up Incredible. recently, though. Like I feel like, I think, 2019. I think that was when she like kind of popped up. Yeah. You know. You know she's half Iranian, right? Oh, is she actually? Yeah, she is. She's jeez. Yeah, jeez. Jeez. <laughs> jeez. No wonder Michael B. Jordan was looking at that, but you know, he had to switch up to Lori Harvey real quick. Shout know, out, shout saying. out all the Iranians, you know. Facts, you man. Know Making moves. All right, you got next though. <laughs> I got next, bro. We got next. We got next. Ooh, we'll see. We'll that's, see. That's, that's, a, that's a low key, uh, low key little shout out there. Low key. Uh, Yo, all right. When's the wave of Ray coming out, bro? When's, we're not when's saying it? nothing. We're not saying nothing. You know, this this is just speculation. Okay. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. Teasers. <laughs> um, but D had a very important question he wanted to ask you. Okay. Yeah, you know, we'll go for it. I, I apologize to the audience and to Luke <laughs> for for skipping that over. It, but yeah, it was good. I was I was just trying to yeah, I was trying to switch it up and be like uh Ola's first computer engineer, first like, you know, full tech dude that we have here. Like, I don't know, like this is definitely the way of the world. We live in a tech centric society. Like just wanted to like ask you like what was what was the journey, you know? being a computer engineer like getting that getting the iron ring you know because like you know that's big shit you know and then working as well because like you, know, you did co-ops you were intern like now you have a full-time job you know talk about that talk about what you do talk about like what you think where you think technology is gonna go i know i know you i know you want us uploading our consciousnesses and stuff like so just let us know like why you love it why you got into it like you know just talk to us about that yeah, before, no before you do that quickly, I just want to say, like, on public record, congratulations 
Mm. I'm not going to say where you got the job because that's confidential, but huge, huge opportunity. Like, just congrats, man. Like, honestly, like, really good for you. You deserve it. Thanks, Ari. Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate you. Appreciate you all. So, yeah, D. Um, my journey through tech. Awesome. So, I think for me, I started um, when I was younger. I was always into things like puzzles and stuff like that. Um, I like I liked a lot of different things. My parents always tried to expose me to as much different things as possible. Um, but my uncle introduced me to robotics at like a pre- pretty early age. Like I think when I was like 12, he got me and my little brother like um, a robotics um, Lego Mindstorm um, for our Christmas presents. And that was when I was like, okay, this stuff's pretty cool. But like as far as coding and programming, I never thought I was like into that stuff. I think in high school, I definitely tended to do a lot better in the math courses uh, rather than English and like courses like religion. Cause I went to a Catholic school and that was like a huge wave there. Um, but I think in my final year um, I deci- of high school, um, I decided to go into computer engineering mainly because um, I had an uncle who was a doctor at the time. And he told me that um, the tech field definitely had like the most jobs booming and it wasn't going to change. Um, and at the time I really wanted to go into something like biomedical engineering. Cause I thought like, Oh cool. Like robotics and like creating things like prosthetics would be the play. Um, but he's like, nah, like you can definitely do a lot more with software. And I'm only seeing more of that now. Um, when I was in university, um, I definitely didn't know how to code. I think I taught myself how to code that summer. Um, with a book that my uncle had given me called like Think Python. Um, when I was in school, um, I didn't join that many clubs. Like I spent most of my time chilling at Brooks doing shenanigans with these guys. Um, not really networking with engineers just because I felt like I never fit into like an engineer box. You know what I mean? As much as like, hmm. oh, I'd like do the courses and stuff. Like the people who I mm-hmm. generally related to were like business students. Um, mm-hmm. mainly because they, they always took the most risks. You know what I mean? Like engineers were always kind of pretty conservative with the stuff. Um, yeah. doing internships, shout out to you, Ottawa's co-op program. I think it's really good. Um, I, I wanted to go to U of T actually, but, um, I got an alternate offer to go to the Scarborough campus for like computer science. And I was like, you know, um, I'm definitely just going to take a shot, go to Ottawa. Um, I had some family members there who I thought, okay, if, I'm not completely stranded, but apart from them, I didn't really know anyone else in the city. So um, it was actually fun because I actually got to like meet the most amount of people, people who I never would have met if I would, like went to the same university as people I knew from high school. Um, and currently in tech, um, or sorry, like, yeah, I recently finished school um, like in the fall of 2020. Um, I think in the fall of 2019, I took a semester off, which is something a lot of engineers actually just don't do. Um, they're usually in school or doing like a co-op or just like working. Um, but for me, I think 2019, that fall was like a great time for me to just like take time away from co-op and school and just focus on like whether or not like I even wanted to see this thing through to completion. Um, and I remember a lot of people were telling me like, oh, if you take a semester off, like you're not going to come back. Cause like a lot of people who take semester off, like they never, they never come back. Um, but I did it. I still came back. Um, and it was definitely a huge, it was a huge thing that I'm grateful for. Um, mainly because like I got to take care of more of like my mental health, focus on things I'm interested in. Um, and also transition and focus on getting my GPA back up. Cause I think it kind of took a dip for a bit just because like, I kind of was like, 
I felt I was I was at a crossroads, I guess. Um, but yeah, right now I'm done um, working at a great company. I'm not gonna get too much into the details because I'm sure we can probably talk about that in a future podcast. Um, but yeah, right now in tech, there's just it's just going in so many different directions. I'm sure you guys all know artificial intelligence is only becoming more present, especially since like <laughs> all these companies are not like software companies anymore. They're data companies. Um, hmm, I was gonna say, about- is tech just AI now? Is that is that just what it is? Or like, yeah, That's talk about th- the data companies. Sorry, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. So it isn't just AI. Like it's always like about building a, a product, right? So um, I definitely think tech is more of a business than it is just a traditional um, service. So that can range from like different products, like phones and stuff um, to things like Fitbits. Um, and we're getting all of these things at very low prices and the prices of like the hardware and material is only going to go down. Um, but I think a lot of the money is in the things that are intangible, um, such as the data, um, and I think a great example of that was in 2003 or 2004, Microsoft was estimated to be at a value of 75 billion, but on paper, they were only worth 3 billion. Um, and that, like, people would ask, like, oh, where does the extra stuff come from? Well, like, they'd probably say things like servers and stuff, but no, like, on book cost, like, on, on book value, their value was $3 billion. But their $75 billion was actually based on, like, the relationships they had because a lot of government agencies were using things like Microsoft Office Suite. Um, almost every single workplace uses, like, the whole Office package for, like, a lot of their day-to-day materials. And that, that those relationships were are what created the value. So I think in the future, you're only going to see more and more of these, these relationship patterns between people and their data. And um, Mm. it's more of a competition. It's not so much the AI, but like how you use it. So Mm. um, companies like, yeah, the relationship between people and data and how it moves around. Exactly. And who, you know, who can do what with the data, you know what I mean? So a perfect example is like Mm. Facebook has the best information about people's faces or Uber has the best information about like, Oh, getting from one place to another in the shortest period of time. Um, And I think people are starting to realize now that things like privacy policies are, you know, not really, you're not, you're not actually keeping anything private anymore. For example, like mm. three weeks ago, all my, my Facebook information got like leaked. Um, I think like two of yours also got leaked as well. I'll tell you guys after this call. Um, and it's kind of scary to think that like things like your phone numbers are just in public records that anyone can reach. Um, but I think tech will definitely play a huge factor, but I think the most important resource in the next like 20 years I think I told D this, like when we took like a, a trip was, uh, is water. Um, I definitely think there's actually less and less water. Um, I think Canada is a great place to live because we have like the most water sources. Um, but like in other parts of the world, it's like, that's not the case. And I definitely think it's going to kind of be like a weird competition. Um, but yeah, I I think tech's important, but I think now it's going to be a fight for resources. And I, I remember like mm-hmm. early 2000s, we saw a lot of messed up shit about oil, but like people are trying to do this whole climate change thing. But like, I think there's definitely like a shortage of things like water and things that can't kind of be like made in labs anymore um, that we're going to start seeing like a lot of people putting their energy towards. Um, 
Yeah, I, I hope I answered that question, D. Like, I think I rambled a little. Bit. Yeah, no, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, you're saying like, oh, like in 20 years, you're saying tech is gonna take a side st- side seat, like it's the hot thing now. But you're saying in the next couple of years, like it's gonna take the side step. And if you're an investor, you know, start diversifying from tech stocks and start going long on resources. Exactly. <laughs> that, that's what I, that's what I got from the summary of that. Just today, D two, right? Like diversify from just crypto. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess the only thing you've invested in is crypto. (laughs) Something else. (laughs) We're not. We're not calling anybody out. No, I mean, listen. There's nothing wrong with wait, but I'm just saying. We're just we're just saying diversify. There's nothing wrong with having 100 percent of your portfolio into crypto if you know what you're doing. (laughs) Very true. Like I'm saying, I'm gonna speak in full confidence. No one in this room right now knows what they're doing enough to have 100 percent of their portfolio in crypto. But yes. someone out there is like someone out there is, and that's fine. But like, you know, um, sorry, yeah. I thought you touched upon yeah. a couple of interesting things there, Ola. Um, so I wanted to like kind of divulge into that a little bit. Like the first thing mm-hmm. you talked about was like the the Microsoft thing and why, although when you look at actually theoretically, when you ana- analyze like traditional businesses, if you were to apply that onto Microsoft back then, they're actually only worth $3 billion, but then they're actually like on the market, they were 75 but mm-hmm. I think one of the reasons is because with tech now, um, I think a lot of people talk about this, but we're now investing in potential instead of investing in profit. Um, and it's very interesting. Like one of the biggest case studies we've seen is with we, uh, WeWork, where people were like, oh, wow, this is a great business. Great, great, <laughs> great, 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 great. And I think it's starting to readjust a little bit where now we're not only investing in potential. We're now like, okay, potential is important, but financials are important as well. So I think like, you know, that like that whole thing. Yeah. And and I think crypto is like the best example of the next step, right? Like where in the past you were like, I'm not going to invest in a business unless they have a certain amount of cash flow to a certain amount of debt. And I'm not going to invest in a business unless, Mm -hmm. for example, they have a certain, like, you know what I mean? It's a lot of like specific nuances profit to debt, how much assets they have, how in depth their supply chain is, how good that they are at executing those things. But now it's more about like, okay, maybe they're like really bad at what they're doing, but like what they're doing is really new and what they're doing exactly. hasn't been done before. And if they could do this well, this could change everything. And take in, they're willing to invest like mm-hmm. over many, 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 many years just for the potential of doing that. And I think that's one of the cool things about tech. Um, but one of those things I feel like is interesting that you are saying, like, is like, oh, we're going to switch from tech to resources. And like, maybe tech will be focused on resources, but I don't think we'll ever like regress. Because I think like, when you look at the definition mm-hmm. of what tech is, it just means like, like improving, right? Like in a way. Yes, sir. So if things like start moving back towards like, yo, we need to really preserve resources, that's still going to be considered tech in my opinion. But like, mm-hmm. what do you think about that? Like, do you think that that's, like yeah awesome so i definitely think um tech and i'm not gonna like when i said that i didn't mean to say that like tech is just gonna vanish and people are gonna go back to like tribalism and focus (laughs) on like building huts and i'd be down though for for real yeah no me and my boys would definitely be down down. Uh, shout out to wim hof um but like i definitely think um it's gonna kind of just be a combination and integration but the one thing i want to say is right now we're learning how to program things into like smaller and smaller hardware and physical devices. Does that make sense? So regardless of whether or not we decide to wearables, exactly. Whether or not we decide to like upload our consciousness into a, a completely virtual reality, 
Um, I definitely think you're going to still require like a base resource for that thing to run, you know, things like energy um, can't just be like produced. You know what I mean? Like they, they require things like specific reactions. Um, but yeah, I definitely think tech and resources are going to go hand in hand. Um, but all I want to stress is like um, as much as tech and the scientific revolution gave us the ability to create, um, we're definitely starting to see more and more now on, it has a huge capability to destroy um, and that just goes with things like data warehouses and all these companies switching to cloud. Um, we're only going to start seeing like more and more things like resources used up, um, until a point where it's kind of just like, okay, um, what's, what's the next step for our consciousness? And I think that's where people like Elon Musk are trying to create the perfect, um, brain or human computer interface where you, your mind is like connected to a machine. But nonetheless, I definitely think you're going to still need resources to like achieve that. You know what I mean? Like if you want to be able to come back to earth, you're going to need like at least water inside of your body. And that's like what? 80% of your. Yeah. So yeah, I definitely think it's just going to be hand in hand. Majority of it. Mm -hmm. I think so too. I think, I think like, uh, if anything, like tech would, uh, help us manage the resources better <clears throat> you know going forward i think like tech would help us you know observe them if anything help us make use of them but i totally agree in terms of uh yeah the resource the resource thing is going to be huge in the next couple of years you know and uh, it's going to be fun to see how that plays out exactly i think today i was actually listening to something kamala harris had said yesterday and she was saying like the early 2000s we fought wars over oil, but in the very near future, we're going to fight wars over water. And I just like, that shit just kind of scared me. I'm like, why are you, you just got into power. Why are you talking about war? You know what I mean? Like people are struggling <laughs> to eat and you're talking about like wars over water. Like it makes you ask yourself, like, what is really going on? You know what I mean? And yeah. I definitely think as much as tech is cool, people are staying home, working from home, um, things like money and stuff like that. We're, we're only starting to see that like, inflation is only going to go up. You know what I mean? Regardless of whether or not you have a cryptocurrency, um, people try to make this illusion that like, oh, crypto is free from inflation. But if you convert that crypto back into like regular money to using your inflatable like, money, it's now it's still <laughs> yeah. it's still inflated. You know what I mean? You're just kind of playing like a fun game of inflating your money higher. Um but yeah, that's that's all I want to say in that regard. Interesting listen, take. Listen, yeah, man, like the whole like investment scheme thing and um on like the topic of money, the whole thing is like it's very difficult for like people in our generation to grasp certain things. Like for example, like I think we're living in a world that's really weird because people can get money like really, really quickly and in a way like kind of out of luck. Like for example, mm -hmm. um like if you're a hot girl, like in a way that's like genetics, you know, like like, you know what I mean? Like, you could be born, like, a kind of, like, ugly chick. Um, but if you're born very attractive and you happen to be, like, around the ages of 18 to 25 when OnlyFans blow up and you also happen to have a good social media following, you now, like, no no lie. Like, I know people who make a lot of money on OnlyFans. Um, the, the fact of the matter there, the, the fact of the matter is, what are they doing with that money? Are they saving it? Are they investing it? Are they utilizing that money to create more money or create skills that can create more money into the future? Like these are, these are things that are not being discussed, right? Like mm -hmm. on the topic of crypto, that's another element. Like, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, invest in crypto. 
And then like some people are going to listen to that and they're like, oh, my friend told me to invest in crypto. Let me throw like a thousand dollars at it. And maybe they got in in like 2006 or like 2016, sorry, <laughs> 2006 is too early <laughs> for us, but 2016. And now all of a sudden, you know, you got on when Bitcoin was maybe at like 20K, it's at 60K now and you've all of a sudden easily tripled your money, right? But what did you like learn out of that experience? Nothing. Because your friend told you to do something and you did it. But Not you like, have exactly. no rationale and understanding why it is that you invested in this. You don't understand why this actually made the money it did. And I think this is something that's really interesting, right? Like the reason I'm bringing this up is because recently I was, uh, I was, <laughs> I'm going to expose myself a little bit. So I remember in like, in like first or second year, I matched with this one chick on Tinder. If you're listening to this, like it's fine. Cause you hate me already, but like, whatever. Um, we all love you still. <laughs> um, I matched with this Yo, chick in like me. first or second year on Tinder and nothing really happened. We chatted like once in a while. Anyway, um, as you guys all know, I got skinny in second year and this girl started hitting me up again in like third and fourth year. But uh, oh, she wow. moved to Montreal and we like never ever really linked. We were just like, we just talked like every once in a while. And I know she does OnlyFans. So like this summer, I was like, I saw her like promoting her OnlyFans and I was like, hmm. And Aria and D like kind of know this because I was complaining to them about OnlyFans UI. By the way, like I'm I'm kind of like a designer, and OnlyFans hire me. I'll fix your UI for you, yo. Anyway, um, <laughs> I, I was like, I will, I will, bro, easily, easily. He bro. gets really touchy about his UI, people. <laughs> I will, I will. Where's hey, Vlad at, man? <laughs> listen, bro. Anyway, anyway, all this to say, like I was like, so like I go onto her page, and I'm like, wait. Cause, okay, so I, I might have forgot, but like I think the lowest you can charge is a dollar ninety nine for like the bottom tier. And I was like, wait, this chick is charging nine ninety nine for a base subscription. And it's like, from what I understand, you pay for a base subscription and then you pay for like additional features, right? And I'm like, man, like that's a lot. Like you know what I mean? Like nine ninety nine per month from per person because it's like, what is Netflix? Like Netflix is like fifteen dollars a month. You're telling me I'm gonna pay nine ninety nine for something like eighteen? Picks? I believe actually. Oh yeah, eighteen now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah inflation. but but anyway like, all this to say right so like i remember chatting with her and then we're just talking and she's like yeah i make really good money and i'm like oh like um what are you like what do you do with that and then she's like you know like i just spend it and i'm like okay and i'm like and i'm like what do you like plan on doing with stuff and she's like oh you know i sell art and stuff and i'm like okay oh but by the way, I was kind of lit when we were talking about this because otherwise, like, I'm smart enough to not get into things like this. But like, anyway, I'm like, <laughs> what? like, I was like, how much art did you sell last month? And she was like, I sold like two hundred dollars worth. And I was like, okay, interesting. And I'm like, do you think you're gonna like keep doing this for like you know the foreseeable future? She's like, yeah. And I'm like, so you think like you think you're gonna keep pulling this type of money from OnlyFans forever? No, but here's oh, the thing, man. Here's the thing, and like. <laughs> You this. guys know me, so you know I'm saying this out of love. Like, if I didn't even care about this girl at all, I wouldn't even get into this because I wouldn't want to, like, waste my time, bro. Like, I'm saying this because I'm like, wait, like, you know, like, you're kind of, like, like, wrong, right? <laughs> like, you're not going to keep making this amount of money, like, from this platform. It's just not going to happen. And, like, well, and if you help them wait, fix their UI, maybe she might. Exponentials, exponentials. But, but here's the here's the here's my main thing, right? Like, I'm always about like, do you understand why someone is willing to pay you? So, like, I remember one of the questions I asked her is like, do you understand like what type of contents? 
that you put out sells more? And she was like, yeah, like, you know, these type of things sell more. And I'm like, like, does that actually sell more? Like in terms of numbers though? And she's like, I don't know. And I'm like, so how do you know that sells more? Like, how do you know those type of booty pics sell more? And she's like, oh, cause they're hotter. And I'm like, like to who? Like to you? Anyway, she uh, she stopped talking. Yo, Lucas, <laughs> 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 to break down the product, man. Platform. I'm saying, man, Lucas having this no, analytics discussion with this only right? built-in <laughs> analytics that you can see which one of your products are selling. I know that's and, okay. So I don't know that, but I, that's oh, what I was man. guessing. But my but guess was also she wasn't looking at like the <laughs> analytics, so she didn't understand exactly what. Here, here's the thing, bro. Like. I, I think like I, I was listening to this impulsive podcast, like the, 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 uh, the Logan Paul podcast where they interviewed like this one chick who's like, who's like making bank on it. Only fans, but she's like really smart about it. She's really smart about it. Like she, like, she looks at like the stats of every single photo. Like she's, she taught, like she cow, like, you know what I mean? She's planning all her content and she knows what works. Like she, she knows that like the real money is driving people to like the last streams, like to the private chats and things like that. And it's like, I don't even know that was a feature, but like, she knows that's how she's executing business. You know what I mean? But this girl doesn't know. And she's also thinks she's going to keep making this money forever. And I'm like, Man, the, some some of the some of the chicks on OnlyFans are really smart. Like there are some like yeah. really famous like influencers. They be setting up an OnlyFans and like not posting nudes on it. They just post like two oh, Instagram all. pictures on it, and they'll be charging man like fifty bucks a month just to <laughs> just to see those. And then it's like, oh, you can chat with me privately, and like maybe I say something risky to you. And it's like that's that's the whole revenue model. It's really bro, smart, honestly. Bro, the world the world we live in is hilarious. hilarious. Like, I love this, it. This though. whole thing sounds like a meme. <laughs> yeah, no, we're we're definitely living in a dystopian society, like some straight out of Brave New World shit. But like, I definitely oh, think man. with like a bro. combination of tools like OnlyFans and like Wealth Simple, like things like financial education aren't hard for people to find anymore. Mm. So I definitely think if a girl has like OnlyFans and she has something like a Wealth Simple account, and she like you know, let's say she splits it fifty fifty, you know what I mean, like. 50% she lives off the OnlyFans, other 50% she puts into like something like an ETF. Like my boy Nick Lorraine was talking about like in the last episode. Um, I definitely 90% think like she- the ETF. 90%. Yo. Crazy. Yo, I'm sure I'm sure the OnlyFans chicks got 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 some of their money in crypto. <laughs> At least, bro, yo, Dogecoin to the you moon. You would be surprised though, man. Like I hope they don't. So. Yo, OnlyFans chicks invest in some crypto, yo. Bro, honestly, imagine going on OnlyFans and you get like financial <laughs> advice. You know what I mean? Like that would honestly be like I'm, the play. You know what I mean? I'm like pretty sure. I'm pretty listen, sure like OnlyFans right is now. trying to go. Some chick team up with like listen. If you're OnlyFans girl out here, team up with my kind. We're going to rebrand your entire thing. Your whole thing is going to be sexy literacy. You're going to teach people about crypto and also sell news at the same time. We're going to make you one of the top OnlyFans girls out there. Re- Hit us up, yo. Info my kind at gmail.com. Hit us yes, up, baby. Sure. Why, why don't we yes, just ham, start? Ham. You know what? You know how our pods. None of us are There's so many hot chicks on TikTok. Guys, guys. You know how all got that tattoo now. Look at this guy. All right. I'm not going to be dancing naked on no TV. All right. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I was, I was going to say, <laughs> I was going to say, you know how we don't record live? We can start recording live and have like strippers dance behind us. 
Yeah. Okay, so the the on the next it's gonna be two wise guys yeah. next week. <laughs> it's gonna be sometimes one, sometimes two, sometimes one wise guy. This, this is Oh my fuck. Oh, Holy fuck. Yeah, yeah, no. Yo, yo, the business idea. Yo, dead ass business idea. <laughs> But yo, Luke, what do you this think of the TikTok? We go to we go to strip clubs mm-hmm. <laughs> and offer the strippers financial literacy, and we give a a cut of that to the club. So the whole pitch is the girls overall make more money because, like, mm. out of out of all the tips they collect, we take fifty percent of it and invest it, and we give 50%. like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all they yeah, need. Yeah, fifty percent of their tips we invest it for them, and then we take five percent of short that, term and long term security. So there's an incentive, and then for that girl, now like you know, five years into the future, you're set. Like you're just set for the rest of your life. You don't have to worry about that yeah. shit. Yeah, you know and Arya, don't worry. We, we'll put it in dividend paying securities oh, and yeah. short term securities okay. as well. So they'll keep getting. Well, I want to well, add I, one well, IPO. You got to do it for the strippers, you know? I want to do a counter yeah. to what Lisa's saying, though, because I definitely think in the future, there's actually going to be, like, less people going to strip clubs and more people just, like, connecting with people online. You know what I mean? Like, I noticed that there were things like Live Jasmine. Like, I think the CEO did, like, an interview, and she was saying that, like, most people don't even want sexy stuff. Like, a lot of these guys go on and spend the, the people who spend the most money just want to have a genuine conversation. Uh, I thought that was insane, hard to believe, but like numbers don't lie. <laughs> like our generation is that. simps, bro. You know what I mean? Like we love that. I don't, oh I don't want to get into that culture, man. Like I just don't like it. Like you're right. Like, bro, like I think the whole thing about like the whole sim culture is like they just are too comfortable with what they like. So they can't experience other things. I don't want to get too much into that. But like I think like you're right, but I don't think it's ideal. You know what I mean? Like... Like, if you want to see a stripper, you can just go on TikTok. You find, like, a new TikTok challenge, and girls will just be, like, stripping for free. Yeah, you know but it's I mean? like, you would and rather see, like, booty cheeks through a screen instead of have booty cheeks on your crotch. Like, what? I was going to say, I want to be able to touch. I need physical touch. Mm, in the most consensual way And then, possible. like, Ola's going to say, oh, no worries. We'll just sell you a Buttertron 5000. Bro, I was actually going to say that. Bro, this shit feels... Oh, actually, I don't know from experience. I don't know from experience, but I know... I've heard. Oh, bro! That some of introducing them in 2050 from Apple the iTouch. <laughs> exactly. Is that the iPod though? iPods. Uh, you know what? Actually, I don't know. I was iPod. gonna say. I, <laughs> call it the I like. I like the name. I like the name Buttotron the best. <laughs> I, I, like whoever, whoever, whoever is gonna invest that. Yeah, Luke. Give Luke the copyright for that Buttotron. Like I like that. Trademark. Trademark. Big that. fat. Fatto, it's a fat booty. Let's go. All right, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, that was that was that was good. Okay, so we went from tech to butts, but that's that's how that goes. The future of tech, is butts, <laughs> but you know, here's the thing, man. Like Ola, you're saying this, but like this industry, like the innovators is the Japanese, and like this is a thing there now, man. Like, and I in heard the, like in the in, what's the company industry? that owns TikTok, like or that invested the most in them. It's a Chinese like company. There's, is there, it's, the, it's a Chinese company, but Bike. they have their yeah, own. Yeah, yeah, that company is like, I think they're ahead, honestly. Like, don't get me wrong. I definitely think there's a lot of crazy, like, Japanese investors, but like, 
Oh I no, think? I was just talking about the virtual like sex industry. That's like very Oh no, that's Japan. That. Japan's got that unlocked. Like I talked about that in my human computer interaction course yep. for some reason. Like I started talking <laughs> about like haptic devices and then he was oh. just like, "Yo, people wanted to like create like a tool that you could use to like, you know, talk to your kids when you were like when you're like traveling or something like that." So like let's say you're like going somewhere and then all of a sudden that transformed into more of like a you know a couple's toy for like no, when so they're in different so locations. That idea is like, what if we just made like the two people speaking fuck? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's most likely how that went. Dude, I'm it's just sure like, in, what if why don't they fuck? I'm pretty sure, like in Japan, they have like like literally like brothels where you go to like fuck sex. <laughs> Yo, I need to I need like, to I mean, go to this... Asia and experience Asian sex culture, bro. Like I need to do that. It's very weird. I feel like you know what it is? Yeah. I feel like I'm ready for it. I, I'm ready. I, I'm gonna say this like because I feel like Asian sex culture is very like it's very repressed. So when it comes out, it comes out way more aggressively. Like that's why, like when you think of oh. Asians, it's either like oh. math and martial arts or massage parlor. It's like, do you ever think about that? It's like, wow. oh, it's like it's wow. like math, mm. martial arts, mm. communism, mm. or the massage parlor. Mm. Damn. Yeah. Well, the yeah, food people don't really be known about though. some brothels. Lie, like you, you <laughs> for, forgot the food, man. Like coming from Luke, like <laughs> that's so interesting. Like Luke did not oh. mention food once. <laughs> the whole time he's talking about massage <laughs> parlors, kung <laughs> food. Yeah, that Luke, sounds so rich. Luke's had a lonely week, bro. <laughs> Luke, yeah, Luke's Luke's got an appointment next week. That's why he's, he's not about <laughs> Bro, Luke, no, I gotta come to Not letting bro. me still. Four's not letting me, man. <laughs> oh <laughs> my goodness. Four allow it. <laughs> Man, yo. People need to unite, you know. I, I've been hearing a lot of that online. It's crazy. It's just trending like crazy. Like, you know, you gotta fight unite these lockdowns, what? man. Anti lockdown. <laughs> this is, this is going to be a last straw for a lot of people. But, bro, bro, I'll say this, man. Like, Wait, are people, I'm, I'm, already, uh, I'm tired, man. Honestly. Like, I, honestly, Wait, I take this. I t- yeah, sorry. Yeah, go. We're, we're all time. You guys, like, you guys know, like, the corona is at the worst it's ever been in, in, in Ontario. But they said right? that last like, year. Worse. Yeah, no, nah, yeah, like, it's like okay. numbers now. Yeah, like, it's the worst. Like, yeah, actually, not, not the same as last year. I have like, the same solution. Like, people are actually the dying. The it's like almost, what, 5,000 cases daily? Yeah, so, like, it's actually pretty bad. Like, <laughs> like and we, we are frustrated, but I get but that. But here's the problem, man. Like, the Canadian government... I, and like, man, like, like it's okay. Like, uh, like it's a vaccine race. It's okay it's if, I, if I if I get like the sun for saying this, but like, I feel like the Canadian government just needs to commit a little bit. Like, they always apply bandage solutions. Like, they apply a solution that fixes what happens in the past month or the past two months. But they need to look at like the grand spectrum of things, man. Like, dude, we are like no offense, but like we're a very developed nation on the spectrum of the world. But like we've been in lockdown. Like I think Toronto specifically has been in lockdown the longest in all of North America. And like when you look at other even smaller countries, they're handling the situation better. And it's just because in a way, I think the government just like just goes with something and sticks with it. You know what I mean? And I think commitment really shows results. It's like you can't just like you can't lock people down. And not, first of all, not take the lockdown too seriously, because let's be honest, like the Canadian lockdown and the whole quarantine thing, it's like way more lax, like than any other country. We haven't even closed airports. It's, like, it's kind of ridiculous. 
Yeah, I, I think I think it's I think it's overcommitment. Actually, that's that's the big issue here. No, it's dude, like, it's undercommitment. They, they, went, they went no, they they went with this lockdown idea last year, and then they're like, oh shit, like it didn't work the first time. Let's try it again. Oh <laughs> shit, it didn't work the second time. Let's try it again. Oh <laughs> shit, it didn't work the second time. Let's try it. Again. Let's keep doing the same thing. They've already like gone in so far. They're just doubling down every single time instead of trying a different strategy. We've seen the same strategy over and over and over again. And it, I think exactly, and it's affected like the bulk taxpayers the most like the middle class have actually suffered probably the most in this like not the people who can work remote of course but i definitely think if you had to like you know if you owned a small business and you actually had like physical customers like it's actually been like a lot tougher for you right now and i think the biggest thing that we face right now is like we offer free healthcare. So, you know, like that's kind of just going to be the byproduct. You know what I mean? Whenever the medical system gets stressed, this is kind of like the result we have to go to. And it just makes people like consider like, what is the future of healthcare in Canada? I don't know. Like I'm not a doctor, but I definitely think like tech's going to play a huge role in that too. Mm. Sorry, I'm a bit distracted. I'm watching a wedding. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, yo, congrats to Esther, right? Yeah, congratulations, Esther Chu, uh, or I guess Esther Thorne now. Um, Wait, Thorne. no way you're telling... Esther's last name was Chu? Yeah, yeah, bro, we met her first year, I think, yeah. Dude, the Esther from my church last name is Chu, we too. Talked about this. We talked about this. Wait, one. we did? Oh, yeah, my gosh. Yeah, we had this exact <laughs> conversation <laughs> first year. I'm pretty sure we had this exact <laughs> conversation. <laughs> dude i just had like my you guys saw like my look of surprise just now bro that was genuine like i, I thought that was the first time i heard that yeah. <laughs> oh it's cute yeah like oh okay no they're on an intermission now bro oh my gosh you know you want to get married are you dude, yeah are you when are you getting married topic we're talking about we're talking about that right now Wait, when are you getting yeah, married? Well, yeah you you're the distracted when, when do you want to get married are you yeah. I, currently, all I can tell you is what I what I want to do and what I don't want to do now. <laughs> that's the only that's the only answer I can give you. Right? Fair <laughs> enough. There is a big fat no right now. Jeez. Fair Jeez. enough. I'm, gonna be on the I'm future not, wave, yeah. baby mamas. The funny thing is, is like I know I know girls think about this. Like I like I've I've had conversations with girls, you know, like not like these are like platonic friends, right? But like they think about this. You know, like they'll, they'll be talking to each other, like, oh, like I want a husband. They're, like they already know, like the mm-hmm. kind of husband. They're like, oh, like I know he needs to be like six four. He needs to. The be, best like, is when they haven't dated anything. anyone. I <laughs> talk about that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my husband needs to be like, like this. I want like four kids. I want one to be born two years after the other, and <laughs> like I want him to have curly hair. And I'm like, bro, like you thinking too much. Wait, about this. I was gonna ask, like, what would you say the age difference in most, like, the average Canadian household or marriages? Like, Ooh. are are like spouses two? usually the same age? No, like, generally age? men are older. I definitely think yeah. men are older, and the average <clears throat> difference is like five years. Five? Yeah. yeah. I don't in Canada. Yeah, I think I in mean, other countries I would believe five, but like in Canada, other countries it's like higher. Two. I know in, in, in other countries, like in my country, it's a lot higher. But like, I'm, I'm curious. I'm, I'm curious as to Canada. No, it's definitely five. I remember I looked into this. I, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Like, okay, so I, I have a number here. It's a pretty old number. It's 2000. Yeah. Right? The difference uh, in the average age at first marriage between men and women, and this is yeah. uh, this is the Vancouver Sun doing this. Um, okay. It was 1.4 years. Actually, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Like two years. 1.4. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like a, okay. Like a, yeah. I was wrong. 
I apologize. Okay, so, so, like, so the girls are talking a load of shit then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but bro, like, Anyways. dude, as a, like, like, man. About it. <laughs> like, the way I think about it is like, what if you've no, already met the person you're supposed to marry? Yeah. Sorry. Luke. If you know, you know. If you know, you don't. Well, yeah, like, if you know, you know. <laughs> Nigga, what point do you know? Push it, see. If you know, no, you don't. You know. At what point do you know, though, bro? That, that doesn't matter. It's like if you know, then you know. No, you don't. Okay, what if you know after the breakup, bro? <laughs> Out of luck, find someone else. Yeah, bro. Honestly, then you don't. With my left hand. Get on with your life. He <laughs> said after the breakup. It's right hand, bro. Plenty of fish in the sea. <laughs> That's facts. That's oh, facts. Man. There are plenty of fish in the sea, but that doesn't mean you got a good bait, bro. You got to work on that shit. Exactly. But yeah, I definitely think girls talk about it a lot more. Um, guys, w- we usually talk about the same stuff all the time, and we can kind of be okay with it. But like, that's kind of why I wanted to ask Arya when he thought, and like, I want to ask D next. Why are you asking me? No, I was gonna ask D next. You, you're kind of like the the warm up. I was gonna ask D if he's still on the same page. Like, I'm pretty sure he's he's definitely on the, in the same boat as you. But I just want to verify. Uh, yeah, like, uh, wait, wait, no, Arya's the warm up. Arya's the warm up. Yeah, go for it. Wait, bro. I'm a warm up for what? Like, what do you mean I'm a warm up? Answer the question, nigga. As in, like, when are you getting married? He already answered. Answer he already answered. He See, said, you good, not- bro? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, no, I'm good. I'm straight. Hey, okay, bro, okay. When these camera went out, that's when he took two more holes. Yeah, no, I'm still I'm still on the same I'm still on the same train. Like, yeah, I don't I don't see that happening. Uh, long-term relationships probably last in three to five years. I don't know. Anyone that wants to get involved with me. Yeah. I don't know. It might, it might extend, but that's what I'm thinking right now. I don't know if I'll be married. I don't know about signing contracts with the government and all of that, but definitely believe in love and all of that. But yeah, so no marriage for me for now. So we'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. How about you, Luke? Luca, when are you getting um, married, bro? I don't know, man. Like, at one point, I was, like, very sure I was going to get married by, like, the time I was, like, 30. This was, like, Christian boy Luke phase. Um, but at this point, like, man, like, you know, I work in a field that's very data-driven. And according to the data, I cannot <laughs> hold a female down for more than three months. So, you know, we'll have to see. We'll have to see, baby. <laughs> I love you. Draw honesty. Like, like I say, Draw man, like, uh, you, you got to look at the prior data and lay evaluate, man. <laughs> yeah. I'll say this, though. I like man, like I've only been open to, like, the idea of longer-term relationships like in the past in like 2020 which is a g- horrible year to start being open to that <laughs> for obvious reasons i mean but yeah. you know um we'll see what happens into the future right now my relationship the primary relationship i'm focusing on is my relationship with my personal finance baby oh damn that's i like the slick talk that's good that's what good. about you sir bro i don't know what's the reason i don't know man i don't have the answers I don't have the answers, D. I don't have the answers. You only got the questions, huh? I, that's I'm it. Not. I only got the questions. I got the answers, bro. Like, big oh, facts. Man. Like, honestly, like, I was definitely thinking, like, probably by the time I'm 30, but, yeah. like, maybe sooner. You know, I think I've met, like, probably, like, three yeah. girls I've thought of, but, like, at the same time, I was really young. 
I was really young. I, I didn't know what I was looking for. You know what I mean? I Wait, why, yeah, nights. man. Keep That's going, bro. I had, a, I had a lot of great nights, but yeah. I don't think that equals marriage. You know what I mean? So, like, I got to be more yeah, like you Luke. You know, I got to focus on the data. You know, how how long on average have these things lasted? I'm not going to say my number because I, like, I don't have that Luke level of confidence. And if I say the average, man, it's going to get disappointed. But, like, um, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't have the answers, man. <laughs> oh man i was gonna say though like the answers though like nobody really has yeah this is a very like it's a very nuanced thing you know everyone's gonna it's very nuanced everyone's gonna some people are gonna find out that they don't even want to and that's fine some people are gonna find out some people don't and then they find that they want to it's just a matter of being in the right place at the right time and growing into it yeah. you know like that's yeah that's pretty much it if you're ready this is why i say if you know you know if you're ready you're ready you know, and if you're not, like you're gonna, like if you're not, and you jump into it, you're gonna. That's that's it's gonna catch up one way or another. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wanted to say though, like I'm very open to long term relationships. You know, yeah. not as open to marriage, and I think they're both separate things. So in that sense, I think like you know, hey, wait, I, I want to so. say something. <clears throat> not three month relationships. <laughs> I, I want to say something no. for D as well. <laughs> like I think like one of the. Re- like sometimes like our like we always talk about this like people who know do always talk about this which is like sometimes the way d communicates is not necessarily what he means in the sense that like when man's like oh i'm not open to anything past five years like what he what he really means is like he doesn't want to be in a relationship that stagnates and what he has experienced is Mm. that a lot of people will just you know because they're comfortable because of x y and z just let a relationship go on and he wants to not let that happen so he's going to set certain things in his life to evaluate his relationships and be like am i actually happy in this and is is my partner happy in this and if they are we can continue but if they aren't we aren't going to continue and i'm going to make sure i evaluate that so i don't stagnate that's what he means but the way he communicates it is, <laughs> all right, bitch, like, nothing past five years. Five and done. He is sending out like quarterly review meeting requests yeah. on Outlook. <laughs> performance reviews, man. We're gonna let's see how we're doing in, in Q3. How do you feel like this is going? Do you think we can get to Q4? So taking a look at the previous years in terms of physical affection, this has increased by 32%. However, the amount of fights has also increased by 2%. And the fight durations have increased by three days. So let's and talk so about we're in that. a deficit. We're and in a deficit, in addition, boys. You need, to calculate, you need to calculate for the losses in paranoia and the gains in paranoia as well. But that could be an app. If you think about it, that could probably be like a better dating app. Like how long you could probably like stay with the person and how things are probably looking. But like, I guess that's kind of like trying to put science Dude, in everything. This is you know, wait, wait. I was, I was going to say like, just before you guys make too many jokes, like Luke perfectly you know, articulated literally my thoughts. And yes, he is very right. I can be very vulgar and, you know, direct and sarcastic with my delivery. <laughs> but Luke, you know, Luke, Luke, uh, he, he perfectly, he perfectly, you know, conveyed how I wanted to approach or my views towards long-term relationships. And yes, there will be quarterly and yearly reviews because we need to be making progress. Okay. And if we are not, and if you're not down for that, okay, you know, it's fish in the sea. But yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, 
do we have like a lot more to uh, like uh, on our dock? Because we're approaching the two hour <laughs> mark. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I was I'm gonna say it was you, was you. I think Arya, Arya was supposed to ask a question. I believe each of us was supposed to handle one. Yeah, but like yeah, we, were. we also don't want it to go for like longer than an hour fifty. You know, okay. like okay, uh, maybe we can spend a few minutes on this just because, like, to be honest, in my opinion, this is an important topic, and uh, even in, in like the smallest bit, if it's covered, it's a good thing. And um, I know, like, for example, we were talking a little about like what Ola does for work, right? And Ola. And like you two D, like Luke and I, not as much. Like Telfer is pretty, like whatever. But um, in a lot of you know, like tech heavy and like technical work and scientific work, um, there's a lot of stress involved. There's a lot of, uh, there's just a lot, and it can be impactful on folks' mental health. And you know, we we have you know folks in this room who have been impacted that by that directly and indirectly. So. Um, I don't really know yeah. like exactly where I was going with the topic itself, just because like if we, yeah, it's coming up like a little bit later. But um, I guess I just kind of wanted to pick your brain and like maybe like Ola, if you if you're comfortable, you know, speaking on some of the ways you handled stress or um, the way you know, kind of like you managed your mental health, you know, throughout studying and 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 finding work. You know, the past year has not been easy for anybody, but you know, you you snagged an incredible job and and you're on top of the world. So. Um, yeah, stop, like I want to just open the floor to you. Thanks, Arya. Um, yeah, for myself, especially like I think being in school, I know D can relate heavy. Um, and I think everyone can relate, especially around exam season, because I think a lot of people are going through exam season. It's like school can get very stressful. Um, and I think in school, I definitely didn't have the healthiest coping mechanisms, whether that be going to parties or doing things I shouldn't be doing um, or things like girls and stuff like that. It might definitely be really good stress relievers at a time, but they're, I think they're temporary fixes. And I think stress is like something that's going to be permanent. You know what I mean? Like you're always going to be facing stress, whether you're working at a job or you're focused on your like finances or your investments, like all these things are stressful and they're hard. Um, I definitely think something that I've been like working on recently is just looking for like healthier mechanisms that are like more long-term and more sustainable. And that would just definitely be like things like making music, making beats, um, reaching out to friends and just having like a genuine conversation is just something like that's really fun for me. Um, doing things I'm interested in, not not just doing things for the sake of doing them. I, I remember Luke definitely like always stressed that to me in like uni, and I was just like, I don't know what you're talking about, Luke. You just gotta do things to just do them. But like like as time progresses, I just see that more and more. Like there's only a certain number of hours in a day, and it's important to just like do things that you're actually passionate and actually want to see through completion. Um, and I think finally is just taking breaks. Um, and I think I mentioned earlier, like I took a semester off in like 2019 fall, just like to just get my mind right. And I definitely urge like a lot of students or anyone to just take time off if they feel they need to take time off, like whether they feel like they're stagnant in their career or they don't know if they're, they're in a program that they enjoy, just take some time off because in that time, you'll get the best opportunity that you might not have later on in your life to just figure out whether or not you want to see what you're currently doing through to completion. And that's kind of just my tips for like mental health. That's like at least sustainable. Yeah. And I, I totally agree. Cause yeah, I definitely went through, you know, tough times in school in terms of, you know, dealing with things. And like, 
I would, I would say like, I, I totally agree. The mechanisms, the coping mechanisms you choose, you got to make sure that they're long-term and that they're sustainable. So whatever you think, whatever it is you're doing now, think about, can I keep on doing this in the next 10 years? Can I keep on doing this in the next 20 years? And can I use this to not only deal with school stress, like Lola said, with financial stress and, and, you know, like for me, yeah, I definitely, I indulge in marijuana, uh, I work out as well. I, I try and, you know, live healthy, like drink, uh, water. Like, you know what I mean? I definitely try and like stay very active with my body, meditate. I think those are ways like I find, like I cope with that. And honestly, also just, you know, being with us, having like a support group. I think the people you have around you, you need them to understand you or you mm -hmm. need to at least have some people that do understand you around you, you know, maybe not everybody. And when I say understand, like, uh, you know, like, look at, like I give, give an example of Luke. I just said something that could have come out like, you know, so off. And Luke was like, D says this, but actually means this. And that's just an example. And shout out to my bro. I love you, man. But like, you know, just have like, that's just an example, but just people like that where, you can act out or you're doing something and they they just know you well enough to understand this is what you're trying to do, or at least are patient enough to, you know, hear you out and actually let you communicate what you need to do. But yeah, I think it's, I think it's important taking breaks as well. I definitely took like a little semester where I was part-time only took two courses and I was like, yeah, figure it out, you know? And then, and then I found what I wanted and I zeroed in and, you know, got to it so yeah just surround yourself with the right people pick long-term sustainable habits and yeah take breaks i'm with that and maybe i'll uh, i'll backtrack oh they just they just did the you know like the the kiss and congratulations <laughs> yeah Aww. yeah from the wedding Congrats, Esther. <laughs> happy married life um happy married life <laughs> I, was gonna, I was actually gonna backtrack on something i said and you know like i, I don't want to make anyone think like oh you know, if you're in Telford, for example, it's whatever, because, you know, to each their own and like different folks have different levels of. Yeah, I was going to say, bro, like my oh, job whatever. is stressful. Yeah, if I don't know what you're saying. Like. <laughs> I, 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 like when I said it, I was talking more in terms of like a school um, lens. So, yeah, like I'll, I'll, I'll take that back. You know, I, I, that's not what I meant at all. Um, it's especially, you know, in the past year, it's been tough. And, you know, like the year hasn't mm -hmm. ended completely. Um it requires a lot of being there for one another and, and understanding and compassion and, and empathy as well. Um, extending those usually gets those extended to you in, in that helps your mental health as well. So yeah, kudos to you guys. Thank you for, for answering that. I don't want to spend too much time on it cause we don't have too much time left, but I'm going to wait, but yeah, I do want to give one little tidbit about this as well. So I think like all the boys said amazing things, like definitely like, you know, things like working out, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. Especially if you're a guy, by the way, I think if you're just like, like, I don't know if like this applies to girls, but if you're a guy and you're feeling really down, I genuinely think like working out is one of the best ways to get out of a slump. Cause I think like it just, you know, gets the blood flowing, gets like the brain activity up. But my like number one tip for mental health is, I think one of the reasons why people struggle with mental health is they f they find it hard to find their why. And I think in mm. our generation, especially, mm. we're set up in a society where there's a billion pieces of information coming at you every single day due to a variety of factors. 
And I just want to like remind everyone, to me, the most important thing about mental health is just understanding there is no right way of doing things. There's no right way of living life. There's no right way of being successful. There's no right way of accomplishing things. There's no such thing as a person who is genuinely a winner or a loser. And all of these definitions are just in, made up in our own heads. So all this being said, like, man, like if you are inspired by athletes and that's what something you want to follow, sure. But like, make sure you are making that decision and it's not because it's a cool thing to do. Um, so all this being said, like, man, like, you need to come up with your own value system. You need to just really love what you want to do. And when you come up with that, you're going to be able to build the other elements around that. Maybe your life doesn't involve stringent working out. Maybe it involves like just taking walks for like 30 minutes a day, whatever that is, like build out your life. But that starts with asking yourself about like, Hey, like, what is it that like I actually want to do now? While I'm saying this, that doesn't mean like, yo, like quit your job and like, like go to the <laughs> woods type. Like, obviously we still need to survive and all that other stuff. But one of the important things is, especially with the social media era and all these like correct ways of doing things, there is no correct way. Just there is your way and there is a better version of you and there's a worse version of you. So choose the better, better version of you. And this is why yeah. we call you Luke Lou the truth. Honestly, beautifully said, bro. Beautifully said. I think that was gold advice. Yeah, that was that was beautifully said. Beautifully said. um, Know your why. If if no one has anything else to say, I think before we kind of close things off, we can do a little bit of a community highlight that we do every every episode. I know we did talk about music already, so maybe we can move beyond music a little bit. Mm -hmm. Uh, But if anyone has anything that they'd like to share um, before I kind of go in and, and close things off, let's do that. So for me, I only have one community highlight this week. Um, I know like a couple weeks ago, I said I started reading on writing. Well, guess what? I finished it. And if anyone who knows me, I started this book in the second year and I just finished it. I'm really glad I finished it. Uh, it's basically a dual uh, biography, also a writing tip by Stephen King, who's one of my favorite authors. And it's kind of a tough read, but it's a read that I think if anyone wants to be a true creative and really wants to divulge into that field, I would recommend you reading it. I think he covers a lot of hard truths and he also covers a lot of like, I feel like sometimes when you read something where people just lay things out very factually, it's kind of discouraging, but it's kind of refreshing at the same time because it's like, oh man, like that sucks. But like, now I know the challenge, like this is the challenge and like when you like kind of prepare yourself ahead of that, like it feels good. Like I remember one one part of the book, he was literally like, if you're a right, if you want to be a writer and you're telling yourself you don't have time to read, just give up now. You're not going to succeed. And he's like, if you're a writer and you're telling yourself you can't make time in the day to continue to write every single day, you're probably not going to succeed. And then he like, he like in parts of the book, he was saying like, oh, like if you're like, there are like people who are gifted writers and like, you'll never achieve that status. But if you work hard, you could be a good writer. And when I read that, I was like, oh man, like that kind of sucks. But like at the same time, it's kind of encouraging. It's like, you can be a good writer if you put in the work. Um, also, yeah. there's this one quote I just want to shout out in there, which I thought was insane. And it's so practical because this book came out in 2003. And we're living in 2021. And this is essentially what the quote was um, saying. The same people who are, who criticize. So basically he's talking about liberals. The same people. No, seriously. The same people who say things like, 
oh, we need to like include all like include everyone and like include all this stuff are the same people who say you have to be born a good writer. And it's mm-hmm. ironic because they're all about inclusion, but they try to exclude people in other ways. And all this being said, man, like that's kind of interesting in this like modern era. <laughs> yeah, it's contradicting. Yeah. Um, that's, Great that yeah, that's fair. I like that. Oh, also, if any of you guys want the book, I have it so I can give it to you guys. Yeah, no, I'm definitely going to ask okay, you. Yeah, I might check that out. I'm a, when I touch okay. Toronto. Um, for myself, uh, show, I, I love this seg- segment of the part, um, I think, of, of this of this whole podcast, I guess. Um, show I'm really watching right now, Snowfall on FX. If you haven't seen that, check it out. It's actually really good. Uh, I'm not going to get too seen much it, into but the it's details, blown up. but it's like, right now, I'm loving it. Um, I think another show I'm gonna shout out is Dave, also on FX. It's a lot shorter than Snowfall. So what's you have what's FX? It's the, it's, network. Yeah, it's a network like HBO. They have shows like Atlanta on there and stuff. They definitely like take a lot more risks than uh, I guess Fox. Um, so yeah, I, I'm gonna shout out those two shows. Um, in terms of music, uh, recently been listening to the new Conway. Um, I, I know he, he did drop. He, he dropped a track today, or dropped an album. What am I saying? Album today. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I really like the Griselda group, man. Um, and I, I hear they're actually gonna be breaking up pretty soon. So like, I'm definitely trying to like listen to this music while it's still available. So yeah, those are my uh, picks for today. Okay, I'll go next, just cause my community highlight is a little bit unusual, but it's about community. I'm not really religious, but uh, I want to shout out my uh, Muslim brothers and sisters. Mm. Happy Ramadan. You know, Ramadan that. Yeah. So let's, let's highlight that, you know, shout out to you guys. Like I really admire like the 40 day fast from sunrise to sunset, just like as a concept, like I admire it. Like, you know, big ups to them and uh, water shout fast. out to it's, you guys. It's not even a water fast too. It's a full fast. Yeah. Like it's a full fast. So like, I just admire the discipline, like, you know, like in that so like uh more uh Ram- i don't i don't know the right greeting i know when it ends what to say but i don't Wait, know what to say sorry. right now i just wanted to say on pushing one, on. one thing about this like i really 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 admire people who do ramadan because mm-hmm. people who do yeah. it go all in like i remember when me and sharif do. we were really big on like the rugby grind like even when sharif was fasting both food and water we would go to like rugby club practices and we would practice for literally two hours and this man would not have a single drop of water and he would be doing all the same drills be playing the same games no water like that's that's like man that's that's a different level bro you know like a lot of people fast and they kind of just like go chill and like you know like <laughs> Kyrie <Irving>. you know <laughs> but yeah you get what i mean you get what i mean <laughs> It's like, man. But yeah, <laughs> keep going. It's so like, like to man. fast and like actually like just continue living life and just challenging yourself in that way. That's oof. I, I, I really admire it. So yeah, shout out my brothers and sisters. I want to highlight you in the community today. Yeah. Um, I don't really have like a, a crazy new um, uh, shout out. What I will shout out is something that I've shouted out before, but the very last episode of Shameless released on Sunday. Mm. The very last one. I haven't watched it yet. 
I'm, I'm, I don't know why. I'm just, I guess I'm just waiting for the emotion to hit me. Uh, I'm actually kind of sad that it's done, dude. This is an incredible series through and through. Um, it is. It has been. Like, really, really well done. The la- Even the last season, like, when, last like, season. Luke and I were in Ottawa, like, like we, we, we watched it with D. Like, we watched, like, we powered through that last season. Um, <laughs> but it's, uh, yeah, it's, if you haven't watched it, go watch it. There's a lot of seasons. There's 11 seasons for you to enjoy. And yeah, the last episode happened this Sunday. So honestly, huge shout out to the cast for incredible acting and incredible amount of years, even though I binged everything in the last several months. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's all I got. And with mm-hmm. that, I want to thank Ola Derizen one more time for coming Woo! on. And being a part of this, hey, listen, like the, yes, sir. The realm of possibility to have this be a regular thing, right? So we're just starting, like, and you know what? Maybe this is a good time to to just mention, like, everyone who's listening, like, thank you, thank um, you guys. Is, I don't even know. This is probably our tenth episode, if I'm not mistaken. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I think, I think the it one drops four twenty. I think too. Does it? Yeah. All right, happy 420, toke up then. Happy 420 to my fellow connoisseurs. (laughs) If you haven't watched the last video, we all love you. Go watch. Watch (laughs) all of them. That shit was wild. It was wild. You guys didn't even have my outro last time. I saw that. I was like, man. Just don't care. Hey, bro, say what's up. This man really said connoisseurs, bro. Yeah, boy. Hey, hey, hey shout out Tyrone yeah, Sean. Yeah, Tyrone Sean in the cut. Yo, say what's up to the people, bro. Hey. How's it going? Hey, what's good, doing, bud? Good. Yeah, anyways, yo, say what's up, bro. Mm-hmm. Hello. Hey, yo, yo, yo. Give yourself a shout out real quick. Yo, that, was, that was a dope freestyle we were hearing earlier. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> calculus oh, thank you yo talent <laughs> runs in the fam yo i see it uh, <laughs> right, anyways oh right, yeah wrap this up wrap this up wrap this up we gotta yeah, go yeah we'll wrap we'll wrap it up all this to say thank you so much for supporting thank you for listening we we're we're expanding we're doing more stuff and you know the fact that you're still here is is i i hope not a miracle i hope we're doing something right so um that's all i have um that's this has been another episode of the three wise guys podcast it's your boy aria i'm here with luke i'm here with d i'm here with the risen hola hola and i hope that you have a wonderful day one love one love bow